My name is Kurt Wagner, but in the Munich Circus, I was referred to as the Incredible Nightcrawler. <laughs> the fuck? When's the last time you watched an X-Men movie? Uh, way Zach, too long ago. This is not a question for uh, you, Jeff. I was, say, was never qualified <laughs> as an I liked the X-Men a lot, but I haven't seen a few of them. I think Origins was the last one I saw. That Did was, you see First Class, the one where everybody was young? Yeah, that's, that's the one I saw. Yeah. That was pretty I good. liked that one, actually. I, I thought it was good. Did you see Logan? Yes. The one where Wolverine... Fucking yeah. That was spoiler, the, he dies at the end. Yeah, but, well, yeah. But it was so good. That was the best so comic book kid, movie I've ever seen. Did he take his little claws and just like destroy everybody on the playground? He was never a little That's kid. He came, out with, he came out with sideburns and veins bulging out of his... <laughs> CGI veins. Biceps. God, I hate to see the vagina that delivered that. <laughs> it also had teeth, so it was fine. It didn't, it didn't survive the process, yeah, I'm no quite shit. certain. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, uh, what's up, boys? What's welcome, up? welcome back. It's How's good to it? see you. This is uh, Just a Ride podcast episode, what, 17? 17. 17. I, there's no possible way we're coming up with... A, a term for every number. Uh, this is the what? Dave Craig for Seahawk fans. The, the Dave, Dave Craig. Craig. I think okay. he was number seven. I'll take it. That's a sports I ball thing that went over my head, but <laughs> it went over all the sports ball fans. I don't. Too, I don't have obscure. a good repost prepared, so that's that's it. What's up, guys? What's up? It, I just want everyone to know it's a Friday, but it's also star date four seven six three four point four four, and that makes my nerd. No and this is our captain's log. Captain's Who's captain? Bullshit. Are we are we like the three pronged captain? We're all lieutenants. That's just the way it is. Everybody's <laughs> a lieutenant, all. and we fight for command. <laughs> We're all yellow shirts. That's for sure. <clears throat> so as always, we like to start the show off with uh, learning about Jeff and his interesting career. And this one came in from one of you guys, and I'll take it, you take it from there. It's about filming the folks. Yeah, the pre- they wanted me to kind of just focus on. Um, basically these they called it audits um and it's basically what all it is is it's people filming filming the police while they're doing their job is it legal is it not legal what's considered you know obstructing what's considered not and they want to know what you think and yeah they basically want to know my opinion probably on people filming the police as it is first off i it's fucking silly to me but you know what if you want to film me that's that's fine i would pay money to see i bet you were hilarious in most of the videos that are filmed of you where well, I, I can tell you the last one i'll tell you a story this okay. will come into a story so <laughs> i was i was on a i was on it was a two-car accident uh one lane was totally blocked of course it's a traffic time so it's it's, it's busy time i mean there's a lot of shit going on and there's this dude that lives in the area and he's known for being that cop block guy that just wants to come and film your shit Mm. so he's walking up the sidewalk uh where my car is at and obviously nobody else is around he's the only one in there but i'm I'm too busy to just acknowledge him at the time finally i'm sitting in my car and i'm kind of i'm getting some paperwork done that's got to get done and he he walks up and he's literally just standing at my passenger window just filming me 
right in my car. Right. Like, okay, that's a safety issue at that point. Do I think he's going to hurt me? Probably not. But it's it's abnormal fucking behavior. Yeah. It's not necessarily illegal, but now my attention is directed towards him. Well, just as a person, that's like, what? Yeah, it's like when you imagine that as a civilian, too, I'd be like, uh... Right, I'm still a I've got a lot of shit going on. I've got to worry about people that are out in the street. I've got to worry about cars coming around. I don't need you just, just standing there just being a... a cocksucker just to be a cocksucker right, and you're not doing anything yeah so of course i roll down the window and i'm like will you leave and then he st- my right. starts being a fucker i'm like yeah. fine so i roll up my window and and, and then he started jerking off well well i'm like i understand that you're probably going to masturbate to this tonight <laughs> but i really would like it if you would leave so i can concentrate on what i'm doing roll the window back up and he was motherfucking me so i just turned on my siren <laughs> and i just left my siren on and while i did my because i can handle this in my siren i listened to it all there every once in a while i changed the tone just to, <laughs> and he sat there screaming and yelling that guy motherfucked me for a solid 10 minutes he was losing his shit and i just pretended like he wasn't there and finally he got so fed up with it he walked away nice yeah. i want to see the video that most assuredly exists that someone else took of this guy filming you in, de- in defiance of your <laughs> siren. Yes. Just, that would Just be awesome. seeing it from a third party perspective would be so beautiful. It would be. So, That's the kind of shit I binge that kind of shit on. And YouTube, you know what? I'm not gonna if it, I want to know if he has. If somebody else was on the other side of the road, not interfering with traffic or, or being another potential hazard that I have to worry about or you worry about for their safety, not even my safety for their safety. Mm-hmm. If they're off minding their own, minding my business from a safe distance film away do your fucking thing i don't really care even when i would make traffic stops and people you know i walk up and they're getting their their fiddle fucking with their phone getting it all ready to go so they can you know shove it up in my face oh i got you now motherfucker you stop me you're gonna do something wrong i know it right and i'm just like look i don't care if you want to film me but can you do me a favor i don't want it in your hand it's just a safety thing we're weird about that Okay, so set up your phone wherever you want. I'll wait, and then we can continue with this. It's just it's the the time is all based on when you're ready. And somebody setting up lights and lighting. Most of the time, they <laughs> Let me get just, my makeup on. They, they, they realize mic. how <laughs> it's fucking retarded. The frame. Get it out of the frame. <laughs> they realize how retarded they are, and they shut it off. Right. You know, it's like, and I gotta wear my stupid fucking camera. So if you want a copy of it, you can just ask for one. You'll get one anyway. Right. You know. Well. Do Which pe- is also goddamn stupid. Well, tell us about cameras. that, because that's one of the things that's interesting. Since I've known you, you, you and I have talked about body cameras. Yeah, and, and I, you know, most most law enforcement actually like body cameras. Right. Um, younger generations now that are on the road, guys my age, you're probably not going to find it. I stayed on the road for a long time for my age. Transitioning to that was just not my thing. Well, steel man, steel man, the body cams. Well, the body cam, the whole idea of the body cam is that it's supposed to protect us. That's, you know, they sell it as well. No, it's, it's to protect us from, you know, negative claims, which could be true. Right. It probably has happened. You I'm know, sure it's it, happened. It does happen, you know, but most of the time it's used against law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And like the camera isn't what, what the camera is filming is not what the officer is seeing. Mm-hmm. It's not. A 360. The best way, I, so you, like you see these shootings and uh, that are filmed, and people are like, "Oh my god, he just 
pulled his gun out and shot the guy for no reason. Well, there's a whole lot of other things going on that yeah. that camera doesn't show. Right. It's kind of like uh, when in football they use what eleven cameras. I right. Think? It seems like a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So they throw what I think the, the red flag. The to they challenge a, mm-hmm. a play of somebody being out of bounds. And 10 of those camera, you're like, he is out, he's out, he's out, he's out. And then there's one camera like, oh, my gosh, look at that. He mm-hmm. is in. You know, we don't have the opportunity of 11 cameras. No. If and it was court- something, if it, and, and they're used so heavily, actually, against law enforcement. The court of public opinion is pretty fucking hardcore. And with one angle, it does seem like the stakes are a lot higher than a football game. Right. It's just, it's just not enough information. It's a tiny, tiny bit of information. Yeah. You know, there are, there are times, minimal times, where I think it's been helpful either for the public or for the officer. Would it be an sure. improvement for if there were 360 cameras? Or if every police officer had their own drone, perhaps? Like little little robot. Why you are committing a stupid have, thing. Have to have one more than uh, if you know. If we're talking corrupt. Politicians know. should have yeah. fucking body cams, dude. Yeah. You just invented so a thing that it, must yeah, happen. Everybody, does Fuck the yeah. politicians have body cams? Yes. Do babysitters have body? And they can have cams? the sponsors on their suits. You know, babysitter. They have the little hidden doll you know, cameras and are, stuff. Are, are husbands Fuck. and wives going to be required to you know wear body no. cams when they go out? Only public so servants that are allowed to have. Uh, firearms uh, and use them in a way that is different than what a normal citizen could do. I think that technology, just like any technology, is going to progress. I think it's still kind of in its infancy of, of as far as its usefulness, and there's inherent flaws with it. I can definitely see where you're coming from on it not being adequate for painting the big picture. Um, but I, I ultimately kind of feel like it's a move in a positive direction. It's just maybe not there yet. Right. From, just, from where I'm sitting, like, because I mean, you're going to have with the way that you know VR and AR uh, augmented reality technology is going. Mm-hmm. At some point, I bet law enforcement officers will be wearing just like some some glasses, glasses essentially yeah. that are that that you can see exactly what they see. It's going to track your eyes and everything, and it's going to be a, assistance for and, them because you'll have a heads up some, information and shit. Yeah. You know I, I mean? think they're actually trying some of that. But on top of it's more than just people filming the police or the police wearing their cameras it gets into when it gets into crimes it it prior to me leaving basically if something didn't fucking happen on camera if you didn't have it on film it didn't fucking happen yeah that's basically how crimes are treated i mean there's so much crime there's so little uh prosecutor prosecuting attorneys i mean so many cases are dumped anyway like they want shit wrapped up with a bow which means i want a video of the nun getting stabbed, you know, mm-hmm. like, or, you know, we don't have anything. Maybe it's because witnesses are so unreliable. And, and you know, yeah, there's, court. there's signs. Like, what it color was that car? It wasn't oh, enough it was to have the no, nun on the scene with a knife sticking out of her. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, and her saying it was him. Yeah, it's like, no, we're sufficient. not sure. Where's the video? <laughs> right. But I, I mean, it's almost gotten to where that is the case. Yeah. Um, and that's not, I don't think that that's productive for society. No. Well, bringing it back to cameras, uh, good and bad situations like what's people filming you give us a good scenario and give us a bad scenario of what that looks scenario. like of somebody of somebody that's that like you don't give a shit that's great keep doing it the way you're doing it oh you know i so i've had situations where whatever the call i i think that car accidents are really fun for people to to Tom. film they like to see people hurting and stuff right. uh it, but i've it's had people dark. get in too close <laughs> where i've had to say hey look you can film all you want, but 
I, I need you to film over there because I don't want to have to worry about you and I just don't want people behind me. So can you please move over there? And there were respectful people that just wanted to get some cool shit on the cameras and, you know, right. uh, whatever they do with it. You okay. know, show it at coffee in the morning or whatever. So just stay out of the way. Those are good. Don't make the focus yeah. about you and your camera. And, but then there's the people that are intentionally trying to antagonize you. And sometimes they do dumb shit and they actually commit crimes doing what they're doing and get arrested also adversely sometimes they will goat they are doing the right thing but they're just being such cocksuckers that they goat the human out of the officer mm -hmm. and then end up getting their ass kicked and then the officer loses his job or whatever happens right. you know so i mean because there's a human element to it what percentage of people are the assholes compared to the people that kind of figured out um honestly most people figured out yeah they, they, they just they just want to get something on camera because right. that's the cool thing to do and that's fine have you ever had a situation that was just ridiculous where you want to beat the shit out of the person yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, My, yeah you're human shocked. you're human and you can talk like a human now so go ahead and yeah absolutely i mean i don't really have a specific one i mean it it happens where people are just a pain in the ass you know mm. um but when it gets to the point where you're not doing what I need you to do because you're distracting me this bad, if you're distracting me and I can't do my investigation, you're going to get arrested for obstructing. Mm -hmm. And I'll arrest you for it. Right. Film away, though. Other than that, I don't care. Right. I'm not doing anything that it, that I'm worried about. Right. So film. Just don't be a dick to me. That's that, all. That it's, seems it's, like It's common awkward sense. behavior. It is awkward. Have, okay, this is my last question on this, though. Uh, so Shaden and I, I know Shaden has done this, too. He mentioned it earlier. But I film cops every day, too. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite thing. But watching the, those people that do film cops, oh, I that, spent yeah, I do that big a chunk, big <laughs> chunk of time at some point watching those. The Am I being detained? The uh, you know sovereign citizen stuff. Right. The, all of those things I've watched to see those interactions. Have you ever watched many of those? Oh, yeah. I, I actually ran into one. I mean, I've, I've been in those situations where they're trying to go. Are you, are you detaining me and all the five yeah. questions? Play the lawyer. Game. I've right. sent you. It's actually I've impressive. I've sent you at least people. one of the videos that I've watched because I was I watched it a few times and it was a weird situation. I don't remember. I, I remember you sent it to me, but I don't remember the video or the I'm, resolve. I'm pretty sure that it was. Uh, it ended up resulting in a suicide by cop situation, but this guy was the officer in it whose body cam was the primary angle was backing up down a really really long public driveway and then out into a street and he stumbled a few times and like i could tell it was very clear he didn't want to shoot this guy and the guy had a knife and was you know trying just really hard not to give him a choice yeah. but but there was just some some several places in the video where i was like i feel like it didn't need to go that way which is easy to say when you're not in the situation but i just i ultimately I've, i felt a little conflicted about it and i think i sent it to you and i was like what do you think about this did yeah. i break it down i probably did you did yeah and ultimately you kind of said the same thing is that that i just did where you mm -hmm. were like yeah i mean it's you know it's easy to analyze it now but when you're in the situation you kind of just you know that that was just a guy who really didn't want to kill another human being and and the guy wasn't giving him much choice and you know did he handle it perfectly no but would you maybe have done any better i don't know hard to say yeah it's it's just one of those things but hard. court of public opinion is harsh and it doesn't give a fuck that much about nuance and a single you know 20 seconds on a video is enough a lot of times for us to make these really crazy decisions that ruin 
you know, a bad situation, they make it even worse kind of thing. I mean, can you imagine, I don't know, pick a job, whatever, you're a window installer. I don't know, residential cars, I don't care. And you're just minding your own fucking business, doing your job, and somebody just decides that they're just going to stand there with a camera in your face and just, like, mock you yeah. and fuck with you while you do your job. I mean, do you? what would you maybe do to resolve that? Kick the shit out of them, maybe? Call I the police to come deal with them to get them to go away. No, I mean, I would, I would do something over the top ridiculous and hope that I became a meme <laughs> and I could be rich. But you, you know, but you know what I'm mean. saying. I'm like people, <laughs> you know, people don't really think about it. But meme yeah, shade. it is, there, there it are, is bizarre behavior. I think that there's a, there are a, a curious. I'm sorry. There's there are, a there's a weird psychological element to it. I think too because the way that we have to film now because we don't have integrated cameras <laughs> yet. Right, the birds right. do though, but <laughs> but. It's like you have to brandish it. You know what I mean? Like there's and there's something in human psychology. As soon as somebody lifts whatever it is, it doesn't. It could be anything. But as soon as somebody lifts something and points it at you, you're you. It immediately escalates the situation. I feel like you oh, know, yeah. like, you're, like if if you're on the receiving end of that, it never feel. It never makes you go, oh, this is good. Like it doesn't give you warm fuzzies. Is no. what I'm saying. No. You know, the chemistry. So like, and, and that's I feel like just I feel like for some that's it, anybody. Yeah, and it seems like it would escalate it unnecessarily right from the get-go you know what i mean which is which is a drawback to it in my opinion so you accidentally so. cut somebody off driving or something the next thing you know yeah they're up driving and then the camera comes up mm -hmm. that's now just escalated by their action mm -hmm. it, has it really maybe the way you interpreted it for whatever reason it got escalated by their action mm -hmm. so i agree with you yeah yeah Crazy. yeah Pro, pros and cons i feel i still i still kind of feel that it could develop into a good thing over time, like more of a good thing, like a net positive. Yeah. Nothing's ever going to be perfect because nothing ever is. But, but yeah, in its current form, I don't know. Well, maybe, you, maybe, maybe more drawbacks than than positives. Think, it's giving us know, false confidence. You would think yeah. that they would use these officers' uh, cameras in a DUI trial, right? Mm. Showing the sobriety and stuff like that. Yeah, they don't use those. Yeah, well, that's the other thing, you know, introducing the human element to where they're not they're not using the tools in a responsible way. Exactly. Manner. That's never always the fucking once, problem. Shocking. Never <laughs> once did I have a request for a video from any call or any transaction that I had with a citizen that was recorded. Never once did I have someone say, you know, someone say you said you did a great job, and we're, they, we just we want to pull the video and see how awesome you did. Ain't Never got time for that. that. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't you got know, time to be giving out there. attaboys. Do your job. <laughs> you guys don't really get a lot of attaboys. That's for yeah. sure. It, it is there. Your friends give you the attaboys to catch you in a motherfucker. And if they're coming after you for anything, that they can watch enough video, they'll find a motherfucker somehow some way yeah. and it could be hey you weren't wearing your seatbelt video shows you didn't have your seatbelt on in your car that's a violation of policy mm -hmm. you know it is kind of a weird double standard because you know there's a there's a culture especially in the states i can't speak to many other countries because i've only ever lived in canada other than here mm -hmm. and their uh military situation is not what our, our, ours is but there's they do have there's, nice horses there's an in yeah they do but there's an interesting double standard where it's like if you see a you know if you meet a person in the military it doesn't matter what they did they could have wrote a desk for their whole career you know you, you, it's thank you for your service but cops it's, it's way more rare for that to be the attitude yeah you know? usually sometimes it's, it's, it's usually it's, it's, it's fuck the police yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love the man I, I hate cops but but you're cool you're cool for a cop <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow 
Replace that with a race. And yeah. See how yeah. That Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. It's a strange. See if that has no the shit. same ring. When, <laughs> they're like, oh. It's just bizarre, and I mean, that's not to say that it's like oh, every cop is worthy of the highest respect. Like, because not, I don't think every, I don't think anybody in any field is is that automatically by virtue of their field. I've right. met some people that were active and ex-military that were total fuckers. You know, and it's yeah. just like, oh, hey, I'm. I guess I appreciate what you did, but you're also an asshole. So fuck you. You right. know, so you get no thank yous from me. Sorry. <laughs> But but it is kind of weird that that's it, it's it's not weird so much as it is sad to me that, that it's not like the the base operating platform to be like hey you're basically in some form of a war zone every fucking day for your entire career and they're usually longer careers than you know like you go on a tour or two in the military right. unless you really want to stick it out but you don't have to stay that long that's you know? why I, so, I actually yeah, was sure. in a conversation a little bit earlier with a guy from the military and we were talking a little bit about I mean, just the different exposures, they, they tend to impact you the same. But, I mean, military is like, you know, these compacted, really high, intense right. exposure, and then you're gone, you know, where, where law enforcement say it's like a long, slow, steady death because it's like daily mm-hmm. and then normal life and then go do this and then normal life and do this and normal life. And, I mean, you're basically bouncing between lives yeah. Well, and of course, there's no way to really compare them apples to apples. They're different animals, no. but it's just that there's a similar enough element that I feel like there should be some of that similar attitude where it's like, hey, thanks for fucking doing what you do because it takes sacrifice on your part, you know, to some degree, it's whatever public it is. service, right? Yeah. 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 But, you know, it's, it's portrayed differently. But you know what? Some people hate the military that way, too, which is really just silly, but. Well, a lot of people don't like governments killing other little kids in other and, places. You know, I think right. that's part of it. They see that. But yeah, the, the men and women that are honorable and that serve for a greater thing isn't something we should mock ever. That's a, yeah, agreed. That takes a unique kind of person, and they're super appreciated because I know I'm not brave enough to yeah. be that person. Yeah, On the cameras sure. also, real quick, though, you know, I, I, there was an incident where there was an officer that was accused of, he arrested a girl for DUI. Uh he ended up citing releasing her after she did the the breathalyzer, gave her a ride home. Uh, she was hammered drunk. She called in that she was raped the next day by the officer. And he had his camera on the whole time. And she was, it took him like an hour and 15 minutes to find where she lived because she was so drunk she couldn't figure out what her address was. Mm-hmm. There was never any... I mean, the whole thing was recorded. So that did save his ass. So for that aspect, it is really good. Yeah, very much so. And that is, I and I can remember pre-camera, if I had someone in my car that I thought was going that direction, I would get on my cell phone. And start recording? And, and I would just have a conversation with a, 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 oh. a spouse or, you know, oh, somebody that I know to just say it's, you know, record this date and time. I have... A female sus- uh, suspect in my car who's making allegations, so I'm going to keep you on the phone all the time, you know, as a witness, right? In case yeah. something comes up, and then I would, of course, have to add it into report later. Shit. Well, that's not something that you think about uh, when you think about police. No, but selfishly, I'm glad 
that dash cams and body cams exist because that is one of my oh, favorite dude, leisure time activities, yeah, no, right. dude. Like it's the dark, <laughs> the dark side of humanity. It's like, that's well, real. That and like, not even, not even only as it pertains to police, although that's a large portion of what I consume, oh, but, but like, like, like people like civilian, like dash cams and helmet cams, mm, man, oh, I yeah. saw the best one the other day. This guy was on a motorcycle and he saw this dude driving in like a residential area. So it wasn't going too fast, but his, his wallet and phone were on top of his, uh, car mm -hmm. and he drove he drove and accelerated and they they slid off and the motorcycle rider was behind and saw him slide off so he kind of pulled over and picked him up and then he he gets up on him and he's like looking at the guy trying to flag him down and the guy looks over at him and flips him off like get the fuck away from my car and he's like and then and then he speeds up so the motorcycle rider's like what the fuck so he speeds up a little bit more and gets up there and he holds up his wallet and the dude's like oh oh my god he pulls over and he hands him his wallet and he's like dude thank you thank you and he's like yeah uh huh and he holds his phone up too and the guy reaches for it and he just tosses it oh, <laughs> and rides away nice <laughs> it's like oof instant karma <laughs> that's yeah nuts. <laughs> the, yeah that's not to say that body cam footage doesn't catch some badass stuff yeah right <laughs> Police activity that stuff. whole I got show, to watch yeah. right before I left. I got to watch a video of me kicking this door in with the suspect pushing against the door. And I got to, and the <laughs> door's just falling apart pieces at a time. And, and it's but it keeps bowing closer and closer to me. Finally, the door just explodes. Whoa! But uh, yeah, that was, so that was a lot of fun. To watch. Yeah, I was like, no God, doubt. I wish you could have that. That's pretty. When cool. you retire, <laughs> you should get like a best of. It's like here's all your good deeds and cool moments. <laughs> yeah, like no a football shit. player when they get when they retire. It's like here you are. All I have is my is my my email address is my you know the flying super catch i earned that <laughs> at work and that stuck and that was tell uh, us that story before we move on flying super catch. oh it honestly it honestly wasn't that huge of a deal it was just a foot pursuit it was a i was riding with another uh deputy and we were in a car pursuit that ended up in a foot pursuit and the guy that uh i was riding with was he was see super fast guy, but just he can't run very far. Well, this guy had a little bit of a lead on us, but the the deputy I was working with was doing pretty good keeping up. But he tripped mm. right before he caught the guy, and I was right be behind him. So I dove over my partner and just reached out and just was just like fingertip tackled this guy nice. to the ground <laughs> and uh, flying super. He gosh. said, "Yeah, he looked like flying super gets taking him down, and that just kind of stuck." Fuck yeah, that reminds me. I know you've seen this, and I think when you when you told me that story a long time ago, I mentioned this immediately, and you were like, oh, "Fuck yeah!" But perhaps the listeners have too. Uh, there's this. I think it's a helicopter footage. It is helicopter footage of a car chase, and a guy's out running after he's been chased down, and this guy who looks like a fucking defensive end oh, the NFL, NFL. The guy, yeah, yeah. yeah and he, he probably was, was. Yeah, yeah yeah and he just depletes this guy the guy's soles <laughs> of his shoes are up to the sky and and it was like running 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 really fast and then stopped by this guy who was running the other way right if i remember correctly just depleted his ass yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. there's That's, some there's some good ones like that yeah and i saw one where this guy I watched was that like 30 times this guy was like it was from a perspective behind the officer who's facing this guy this guy's getting uppity with him and he he's he starts stripping off his shirt and walking forward like he's getting ready to throw down right <laughs> and then out from out of frame this other officer just comes in and takes him out right at the Into waist the and it it was like it just timed so well that it was right as his shirt cleared his head so his shirt came off as he smeared him out of frame and it was just his shirt that fell to the crowd that's like, crazy <laughs> that's awesome okay well thank you for all that 
nice trip down into the lane of memories, right? Uh, so next thing, I've been wanting to try and figure this out, and I don't know where this is going to go or not, but uh, I've read a few things that wealthy countries have a tendency to have, uh, maybe we just look into mental health and depression and all that stuff more, and maybe there's not good enough data on poorer countries and stuff, but they're doing pretty good. Why are rich countries sad? Why are the wealthiest countries of today, the Western world, uh, Japan, all these places, why are they so sad? Uh, and, or, or am I wrong about that assessment? I, I, that is the first time I've actually heard that, so I don't know a lot of context. I should have probably come with some data, but <laughs> I would say that uh, it seems that, that things as far as mental health issues and stuff, well, again, they seem to be trending up. I don't know if that's true. It's I don't all know. pharmaceutical companies. It all goes pharmaceutical companies. Think so? Rich people can afford doctors easier. They go see the doctors more often. They get put on more medications for more mundane problems, um, which create larger problems, which creates more medications. So the ease of society perhaps is leading to focusing more hyperly well, on... If you don't have... You have to have a purpose to, to, to live for. That actually is what brings happiness is purpose. Yeah. And the more and more... Uh, that we don't really have to count on ourselves to survive, the less and less we really have purpose. Unless it's some other outside task. We kind of have to make up purposes, huh? It's a, that's what our hobbies are or our goals, you know, arbitrarily. Yeah. Well, there's probably, I mean, it's obviously a combination of a lot of different factors and it probably changes a bit country to country for sure. I mean, bringing up Japan as an example, they've got... As I understand it, one of the highest rates of suicide of any developed country in the world. And, I, really, and, uh, I don't know. Yeah. And I think that I could be wrong about that, but I swear I, swear I read that somewhere a few years ago. And, um, but it's it's partially a cultural thing mm -hmm. in as far as it pertains to Japan Honor specifically. Stuff, yeah. You know, like there is there's a bit of you know your self worth is very closely tied to your level of success in society. Uh, in that mm -hmm. society which is I mean you could say the same thing about America but it's 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 like a much harsher metric in Japan as I understand it from friends of mine that have lived and do live there that's what it seems like so that. I mean it's it's I think that that's probably part of it because when you when you live in a wealthy society I think your your self-worth is kind of intrinsically measured by what you're able to contribute and pull out of that society for yourself you know like how successful are you at playing the game and if you're not successful at playing the game that reflects poorly on your self-worth and well, so yeah, the, how well, could that not make you sad when you become a number on a page it's going to make you sad so right. yeah. at, the, at the end of people's lives really i mean within our country i, I think that people are valued they're in their intrinsic value is based on what they collected in their life their homes their their stuff and things and, mm -hmm. and you know and, and, and accomplishments as well but so a lot of those are you know more, they're more fleeting they, they only last you know, but how many boats does he have and cars or right. and that's not really to me that's fucking sad yeah that because that shit is not important to me at all i mean i think what a man really wants if you're on your deathbed, you want to know that your life had purpose mm -hmm. to somebody that you left the world a better place that, than it was before you were there. Or at the very least you made a dent. 
Okay. Whether it was good or bad, I mean, some people they would they would feel like they had a purpose because they fucked up more shit than the guy, you know, the other guy in the neighborhood. Yeah. You know, like. This makes me think, like, what would you guys want to be remembered for? As you know, one sentence, two sentence thing. How would you want to be remembered if you want to be remembered? Fuck, I do want to be remembered. Okay. I, what, what do you I want to be make known an as? Impact on the world. You know, I want people to. I want people to recognize that they have the ability to do whatever they want to do. They really do. Yeah. But you have to work for it. No, what you want, you may never be able to obtain because the work is too much, but you do have the right and the ability to work that hard to go get it. Jeff no. dedicated his life to motivating other folk. That's, is that what you want to be remembered as? Yeah, that's that's what I want. Fucking A. I just want to be remembered for a guy. I made a couple people laugh. He tried to entertain us. <laughs> made him laugh, made him sing. <laughs> That's it. He had That's no a, wisdom to That's share. That's a worthy headstone inscription. He tried to entertain us. He, he did his best. <laughs> it's up to you to decide. It was like a little pile of shit right underneath it. <laughs> a little <laughs> kitty butthole. Like, what? Are, this is confusing. Kitty butthole, right? Some Illuminati shit. Why is it prolapsed? <laughs> what, what do you want? Do you want to be remembered or prolapsed? <laughs> Some bitch. I, yeah, I'm, I'm narcissistic enough, I guess, to want to be remembered. I, I do. I want to, I want to leave a mark. It's actually been a big motivating factor for me. I think uh, it's a good thing in, to want to leave life. a mark. Yeah. If, if it comes from a good place, I do. Yeah. But go ahead. I think, uh, I want, hundreds of years after I'm gone, I want people to be able to look around and, and know that one in every hundred person shares DNA with me, just like Jamie's con, baby. <laughs> I don't the, think the sex cult hasn't started yet. This is pre Shaden's sex cult. I don't think it's inherently narcissistic to want to, to want to well actually said. impact people where they change positively. I don't think so. Maybe it's, maybe it's narcissistic to want to have some sort of credit or, or at least have some acknowledgement that you were able to actually impact people. I think it depends on how you're coming at it. Like if you're coming at it, like I have all the answers and I'm good and I follow me cause I'm the best. Look at what I do. I think that's, I mean, everybody's turned off yeah, by that, f- but follow me because I fucked up more than you did. And I might yeah. be able to show you. That's the thing. Dude, we're we're different. F- all together. We or are, maybe I'll, or, or maybe I'm fucking wrong still. I yeah. don't know. Life is falling up. Like I was, I don't remember where I heard that, but it, it struck a chord with me where it's like, you know, we fail all the time, but we're falling up. We're not falling down. We actually, get smarter even, yeah. every time we fail. And fail forward. forward. And actually, forward I don't exactly. want people yeah. to follow me. I just want people, I want people to follow their own lead. I want people to follow what they want to do, but actually go do it. You're like a, you're a catharsis, I guess. You're, you're trying to spring, an, inspire, I guess. Yeah. Right? That's, yeah. Yeah. I? I, I can tell you to do everything, but until you actually do it, nothing gets done. Is it because other people inspired you and you're like, fuck, I want to, I want to, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really, I used to think that I would be, but I, I've gotten enough of a taste of it at this point in my life in small ways that I'm not really interested in developing any form of like a cult of personality thing with me at the center. You know, as much as I like to joke about it, right. I, I don't. I, I want to be way more focused on working on myself than trying to, you know, work on other people. And I mean that in a good way, you know, like yeah. I, I want, I want to be working on myself so much that it, it has an effect on other people just, just by nature, just by virtue of me doing it. Right. People um, watching and be like, oh, and that's, and that's where I think, I think 
because I heard an interesting conversation kind of about this um, years ago where somebody was on one side of the conversation was making the claim that it is narcissistic to, you know, this whole Achilles complex where you're like, I want to, I want to be remembered, you know, as, as the best this, or I want to, you know, I want my name to go down in history. And they were like, that just, that just means you're just high on your own legend, you know? And so the, the, the art, the argument or the hypothetical was, would you have the same level of, peace or the same sense of accomplishment if you contributed uh to something that that was a legacy thing that changed the world if you contributed to this thing that that redesigned the way that humanity functions but you weren't remembered for it specifically only the thing that you did was was what went down in history but your name wasn't part of it would you still have the same sense of accomplishment and fulfillment from that and I, I think good question. If people were honest, the answer would be no. They wouldn't feel, yeah. you know. But people want credit. Right? But I don't, I don't, think, that's, I don't think that's necessarily a, a bad thing either, personally. So, and you wouldn't know if you wouldn't get credit or not. Yeah, so you're probably pushing you're to dead. get the credit. And then you're, <laughs> the injustice at the end is like, well, who, whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. Now, who so, invented Velcro? Do you guys know? No. Yeah, Doctor Velcro. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so, Jessica. for example, like, and I was talking earlier. So a, a local guy here who, um, you know, we, uh, we've known each other for years and I've been watching him change and really improve, uh, his life and his, and, and he's really doing a lot through fitness and I'm watching how it's impacting other parts of his life. And now I'm, I'm watching his posts and they're becoming positive posts and, and talking about fitness and nutrition. And I am seeing that he has been able to influence some people that's like, man, I've been trying to reach that guy for years, but he's able to, that excites me. Yeah. I, I I'm happy. Now. I also know that I have a little bit of influence in his life, which also makes me happy. Yeah. Um, but it's like, no, man, that's that's cool. I, it's the goal of somebody improving. It's not what I'm getting. I'm still getting a joy because, hey, that guy was able to reach that dude. I wasn't able to, but there was something. They have a connection that we don't have, and it's making him better. That's right. a win. Yeah. You know? It, so it's not nar- narcissistic as far as that goes. No. I, to do good for your fellow man or to try, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think Enjoying there's a the place... Cheap. Sorry. No, no, no. Uh, there's just uh, not knowing what you don't know kind of thing about people. I think we often just kind of, uh, I don't know, we think we know more about how to help each other than we do. I like how you take it because it's really about, you know, inspiring people to kind of figure it out for themselves. And I think that that's more respectful. I mean, my mom, for example, used to read every self-help book that there was. And a lot of them, like, had a plan. And a lot of people are looking for the plan. But the plan should be you have to carve out your fucking life. You, it's your responsibility to make your own moral code and to figure out what your discipline looks like. And I mean, I, I certainly do have a basic blueprint that I could give to anybody and said, if you do this, your life will improve to some degree, and it would be true. But it's not for everybody. And right. that's, that's not what I want to do. Right, right, right. I want, I want to encourage people to... It sucks for discourse. Right. And our mental... There's such a different environment for each one of our little snowflake brains we all are, are going through things that a combination of millions of things that none of us could really communicate to each other to figure it out that's Have, true i kind of treat that i kind of treat um situations in which people come to me with their woes or when you know they want to vent about their situation that they're dealing with whatever it 
thing like that it might be i kind of treat those as gifts um like i i feel i feel honored every time somebody puts me in that position even if i find it exhausting or daunting or you know i can't stop immediately and address it but i still i i treat it like something special because to me it is and it's not it's not a ooh i must be great because they trust me with it but it's 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 an opportunity for me to gain perspective i wouldn't have had otherwise you know what i mean like it's i've i've been approached by people countless times in my life so far where they want either just to vent to me about a situation or they want my take my advice on a situation that i have no frame of reference for you know like whether it be like hey i'm dealing with this in my marriage i'm like i've studiously avoided marriage my entire life i don't know like i don't have any firsthand experience to offer you there but i'm a keen observer i pay attention to a lot of shit and i develop opinions about everything because i'm a fucker and (laughs) and uh so i mean i can i can at the very least offer some perspective but i appreciate being put in those situations because it it forces me to expand out of my own fucking bubble and you know what is it the old saying walk in somebody else's shoes that kind of shit so right i i find a lot of value in that um and i think that i don't know i used to think no but i think at this point in my life it would be enough for me to be remembered by all all the people that i've been able to make a difference for mm-hmm. you know what i mean not that not that i've fucking They're not I'm, building I'm not deeply altruistic <laughs> right no necessarily but uh but I have a hard time. I don't really have it in me to turn somebody away. Is sincerely coming to me looking for some kind of aid. You know what I mean. So if right. that's if that's the legacy I leave behind, I'm good with that. But nice. but at the same time, there is definitely a part of me that I'd I'd like to leave a big fucking you know mark. Hell yeah! <laughs> like not in a ooh we're gonna build statues of shade and sense, but in like well we all look at this shit differently because that guy fucking walked the earth. You know, and it's right. like I don't know how the how one goes about achieving that. It's usually probably an accident. Right? <laughs> yeah, they don't. They probably don't do it on purpose. Right. Right. Napoleon <laughs> or a cult. Okay, so, so we're back to the cult thing. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> I want to I bring it back around to the, why rich countries are sad. I have, I have two things that kind of came to mind, and I, I read a few things about. Oh, yeah, these. I forgot we were talking. Is that about what we were talking about? That, that is. I just asked <laughs> no you. Another, I asked you another question about what you want to be left. Uh, leave behind your, your legacy Come so I, I switched that okay we're riding it's a ride it went to the loop-de-loop <laughs> but uh there's two reasons that i heard about that just made me want to think about this one was boredom that even though we are hyper entertained and we've got everything on demand and there's so much awesome stuff in the world we are bored when it comes to causes and that kind of thing and we'll come back to that and the other one is focus and this one fascinated me, and uh, it was just a little documentary that I watched on Netflix or something. That thing we don't have much of. Yeah, we shift topics so often. They blame <laughs> the, one of the things, one of the factors of our our focus issues lately is email. And I want to see what you guys think about this. Like, the concept is that, and and as podcast hosts, we have this going on for us uh, as much as anybody, I think, but maybe a little bit more. Where when you know that somebody's emailed you and you don't have time to talk to them that moment because you want to do something thoughtful or you're just in the, not in the moment or whatever. Don't feel like it, whatever it is in your brain. You're like, this person needs me and I'm ignoring them. Mm-hmm. And it kind of distracts us from, you know, it's not something that we're used to as people. And so it kind of, it, it makes you sad to, to let your friends down. You know, when you, when any of you guys need me and I find out that I wasn't there for that, I'm like, fucking no, that's the only reason to be a friend is to be there for that. And so, but you're doing that to thousands or hundreds or dozens of people in your life, your coworkers and stuff. And this, this documentary was about focus and that, that 
you know, some of these scientists are hypothesizing that this has something to do with it, that we're always constantly like, fuck, I'm, I'm letting that person that I like, or I know, or I care about very deeply or not, whatever, I'm letting them down. So maybe we're upset as a society in the West because we're bored because we have so much to do, but no causes like our parents did. There's no, there's no real thing to fight for in the sense uh, you can feel like you're fighting for something, but if you look on the books, like all of the laws we need changed are pretty much changed. Um, or <laughs> we're being bombarded by emails and or both uh, and we're distracted and, and we feel bad about not being able to get on top of everything. The rules and laws of society in general versus what we are as animals is so much added stress and pressure to live anyway that, yeah, I could see where people, if we could just live like animals we'd probably be a hell of a lot happier i bet you're right if we could just kind of you know, but we added all this society we wouldn't get as stuff. much done though no we wouldn't have nice bridges and airplanes we wouldn't live stuff. as long that's for sure true yeah our lives would be very short well that okay then well then that goes to the opposite of this then so according to this hypothesis i'm throwing out there and the things i've read that means that poorer countries have maybe a different perspective on life because they're not talking about oh i think i have this this major mental issue or i have this or whatever they don't have time maybe to care they're about not that up or? their own ass you know what i mean okay. like that's like, to, put, to put it crudely to, yeah, they I, don't have time not to come yet. up with all this Every bullshit to get them. upset about because they're fucking trying to survive that's, that's kind of what i was trying to say yeah yeah, yeah i think yeah, yeah. i think what both of you guys are alluding to is something i was thinking when you first posed the question zach is uh I think that the more in into each other's shit that we become, the sadder it makes us. You know, like the more the more you're involved in in and interacting and being bombarded by other people around you and, and their shit and what they're doing, I think that, that takes a toll on, on the human psyche, you know. It like it's it's hard to it's hard to be that fucking plugged in with everybody else's bullshit and still focus on your own like mm -hmm. and then and then it's a catch-22 because if you decide well fuck everybody else's shit i need to work on my shit that's going to be my focus and i'll tune the rest out then you're a shitty friend that's ignoring yeah. emails you yeah. know what i mean so. and we all know like friendship needs to be nurtured and shit so you're like ah. it's it's a weird thing when you have dozens of people that you need to talk to or they feel like hey i need some of your time real quick for whatever it is and you're like i can't well and i or, was yeah, it makes me feel bad. <laughs> I lived that in, in law enforcement. I mean, it, you know, 10 to 20 random questions from people a day. And, uh, you know, there were days where it was fine. And there were days I'm like, fucking leave me alone. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, they don't know that I just worked 14 days straight, yeah. you know, 12 to 16 hours a day. They don't know that I'm, you know the hell i got there i'm just just it's just a question i'm the only law enforcement officer that they know but half the time i read the questions like you're just cop shopping you don't like the answer that you got and you're just you're explain that done. explain that they just want to they want somebody to <laughs> they want a magical their... answer that's going to get them out of whatever situation that they're in but usually it's a, it's a self-induced situation that you're in and and you gotta put on some you know big girl big boy panties and we talked about that a lot. Of, a lot of the people that call the police first are oftentimes the instigators of the yeah, whole situation. Yeah. yeah, and that's not that's not it. And, and it's funny because there are times when it's okay. There's times when it's not. There are people when it's okay, better okay. There's people that it's not, and it's and it changes all the time. And I can't help my feelings for it, but I still try to help everybody that, that I can. But it does really take away from when because if you don't, you feel like you're being a dick. Mm -hmm. 
you know but sometimes you're like fucking really you really had to ask me this like I'm I, I, it's my personal time my personal phone but I need to be professional but I kind of want to tell you you're being a cocksucker and mm-hmm. stop doing that <laughs> stop breaking the law asshole it's kind of yeah. and, and, and I and I actually am very good at very palatably telling people you're being a cocksucker and yeah. stop doing that yeah I, it's funny that you bring that out Jeff because I think uh after living with you and we've been friends for a hot minute now, but after living with you and people that know me know that I spent a year of my life living with a cop, you know, and I'm like, cause I talk about you. And, and so they like, I've had several people be like, Oh, you should, you need to just call Jeff about that. Or, you know, you need, and, 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 and like, that's I, the last I thing get, I'm doing. I get offended on your behalf. Like, <laughs> exactly. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, I will be the last fucking person that ever calls Jeff for like cop related shit. You know what I mean? Even though you gave me permission, you're like, if you right. get pulled over, yeah. like whatever, you know, like I, you were, you were kind of my maybe get out of that situation, but I, w- I wouldn't do it. And you I know, I wouldn't because I got pulled over one night after I had been drinking and my girlfriend at the time was with me and unbeknownst to me as I'm there pulled over waiting to see how things are going to play out. She put a dead body in your trunk. She fucking texted Jeff and was like <laughs> telling him that I'm pulled over and had been drinking and like, like I'm like, what? Like she told me after that she had texted Jeff. I'm like, what? Like we got in a fight about it. I was like, why would you do that? <laughs> like don't, don't do that to Jeff. That's not fucking okay. Yeah. There's a guy that we he all goes out know. into the woods just to get away from all you people for weeks at a time. There's the guy that we all know. And like, if you're going to, first off, lie to the police and tell them that you are my brother. Okay. So don't be driving without a license. <laughs> don't be drunk. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. I don't. I don't appreciate. That. Yeah. No shit. I feel like so many people, like all the other police officers, are probably have heard that so many times like oh i know jeff getchell well, he's, uh, he's my brother and it's like yeah he's got a lot of brothers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of family in this town constantly it's like dude is there anybody that you don't know in this town right and uh, yeah there's all kinds of people i don't know but, but a lot of people know who i am apparently you know people don't know the story really because uh, this is you know a lot of people don't live in spokane that are listening to this podcast but jeff's kind of a he's a spokane celebrity uh, because he's the police officer that infiltrated the music community. Infiltrated. That's <laughs> exactly funny. what you did. There's a whole story about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I think I did. Uh, he, he didn't do it nefariously or for the state, yes, I don't he believe. He, yes, it's he possible. Did. We'll find out in decades from now. We've all been cased. It's all an FBI. He's, he is our NSA guy. Uh, but no, he was the, you know this tattooed out you know rock fan and really all music fan. And uh, he would show up and... Everybody was a little like, what the fuck for a second? But it became, I mean, it was within that same what the fuck moment. They all were, I don't know what happened, dude. You became kind of a rock star more than all the bands in the area. <laughs> and uh, it was just, I was just a walking starburst. I've always been that, the, the walking starburst. I, people, again, it's categorizing people, which which we do for safety reasons and, and such uh, nat- naturally. But you you can't box me. <laughs> because I don't make any sense. You don't make sense. Yeah, yeah. you you are an enigma I'm a, I'm wrapped a, in a mystery, also with some other things that are hard to understand. 
anyway <laughs> but so yeah jeff in spokane we did a thing called getch fest um yes. where we had basically some of the very best artists in our region come out to kind of tribute you for your birthday basically that was so much fun it was That's fun. actually interestingly enough i think it was the first getch fest where you and i really started to click and yeah, communicate more because we were both like on the bill separately yeah and I, and I was like oh that guy's fucking good yeah i remember hearing your voice i was like shit dude all right those are his songs <laughs> we've I been was, jerking each other off yeah, <laughs> on that note i was talking to paulie about this i'm like you know it's really funny because the the best friends that i have in my life when the ways that we met it really was like bromance it yeah, was dude. i think i, I, I met across it, from the yeah, room it was like, a rom-com for like, sure i wonder if if like there's the same chemicals there's just minus the sexual attraction right. that happens because like really like zach when you and i met it literally was, it was like seriously, the slow like motion across the yeah. room like it was like i the fucking ro- know that guy or something yeah. and we, we even just, said that within like the first 10 minutes of talking it's like yeah. do i know you or they're like you're real familiar or that kind of thing yeah, yeah. we just jived yeah. yeah um and then shaden and i had uh, you know a couple gets together and then finally i'm just like dude you were you were somebody that I can talk to and you are someone that I want in my life. Like I'm reaching out to you because I want to be your friend. I don't like a lot of people in the world right. and I don't want to hang out <laughs> with a lot of people, but you are somebody that I want to learn from. And, and I, and I think that I can have some value in your life. And then it just ended up to be, to, to be so, yep. you know, that's yeah, fun. I'm glad, I'm glad that you communicate like that because that is one of the things that maybe people don't do as much. Maybe us men don't do as yeah, much. And I just had a same like, conversation. With you can the, you can love another dude, and and you don't have to worry about your, you know, your cred or whatever. It's like you I've can been, have a deep love. That's what Lord of the Rings is about. I've Read been, that book, <laughs> and you will see the deep love for a, a you know a heterosexual love is absolutely amazing. I've been pretty. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? You I've been pretty fortunate in that department in my life. Is I've I've had. I mean, I had my brother who was on with us, and he's kind of just like anybody who's friends with me almost automatically becomes friends with him when they meet him because we're so fucking alike. Um, but, I mean, that was that was when I was young, and then, you know, I was in Texas. I had a guy who we tried to start a band together, and it it was mostly just me and him jamming. I think we played, like, one show. Oh, yeah. But, but great, great synergy, and, like, we just had that same kind of relationship where it was like everybody thought we were gay, you know, and and right. neither well, one, of, you us, then, neither one of us later? cared. <laughs> right, <laughs> no, that was later. Right, but uh, but I mean, I I I literally said to that guy, I was like, "Hey, man, love you." You know, like yeah. I, like it was just our relationship. Yeah. You know, and it's it's rare for me, I, I guess. You know, I probably have been more open with that than a lot of dudes in my life. But it's still like when when Jeff, when you told me, like I don't like a lot of people to the point where I pursue them to be friends. I was like, "Oh, hey, you're speaking my language. Like now yeah. uh, now you have my attention." You know. Because I'm the same way. Yeah, yeah. I we all you introduced me to Shade in, in a. I mean, we met through the music thing for mm-hmm. sure. But then yeah. it was helping him move his house. I think that you I and I broke really my phone screen that day. <laughs> Sorry, it was you. I and let my, you live there. Though. It was <laughs> you and true. the drummer for Banish the Echo, and you guys were. Uh, we all helped you move all your bear stuff. That's right. <laughs> the and only that, thing that got fucked up when I was living with you, I think I fucked up my collarbone when I was moving. Oh, that's that moving fridge. the refrigerator from <laughs> uh, Mike's house. Quality yeah. fuck. I was Why like, is everybody going to have heavy I shit? I hadn't even been asleep very many hours. This fucker comes in. He's like, hey, 
are you awake? I'm like, well, fucking him now. He's like, <laughs> he's like, good. I need your help. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm like thinking, oh, what does he need? Like something around the house. Now we're going to go pick up a fucking refrigerator. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yay. Jones. Oh, from Jonesy? Yeah, from Hell Mike yeah. Jones. Love Mike Jones. <laughs> All right. Well, actually, this kind of goes into a subject that you brought up, Shaden. Uh, I'm going to awkwardly transition to it. Nice. I love your awkward transitions. It's economy of energy. And so we were just kind of talking no, about that. Folds right into it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So why don't you lead us on that? What the hell are we talking about? So this is a long-running theory of mine that's probably, I'm sure I stole it from somewhere, several somewheres, and pieced it together. But um, I think about this a lot, and to the point where it's almost part of my mantra, I guess. But I think that you, everything that you do... Uh, requires that you spend energy on it, no matter what it is. If you're interacting with something outside of yourself, it, it costs you energy, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to, anything that you intake gives you some form of energy or some level of energy, but those things are not the same person to person. Like what gives Jeff energy may or may not be something that would give me energy, It'd allow me to kind of recharge. And so you have to kind of pay attention to, you know, your input and output of energy and you can run out of energy, but I, I think that you can produce more energy. You know, like you've been in a position where you're like, oh, man, I'm in a public situation. I don't really feel like I have the energy to match this person that I'm dealing with. They're just way more mm-hmm. high strung than me or they require more attention than I feel like I have to give to anything right now. But you just manufacture it. You know, you paint it on, you drum it up from somewhere. Resentfully. And, and I kind of, yeah, and I kind of wondered, I'm like, well, what is that? That has to come from somewhere, right? Like energy doesn't ever, like it just transforms. It doesn't ever, but it all has to come from somewhere and go to somewhere. Almost so like my theory, yourself out for like to do a set when you're lifting. Exactly. So yeah. Go ahead. And I feel like when you're doing that, my theory is you have to borrow against future energy in order to, you, you know, go. Oh, shit. Do pulling more. The yeah. So you're pulling. You're, yeah. You're pulling from the, the reservoir uh-huh. and and you can do that and you can. Some people can do it for a long period of time. I think the three of us would probably all be examples of that <laughs> for years. But at a certain point that that debt comes due and has to be paid and what that looks like can be shorter lifespan yeah i mean short, shorter lifespan or you know you or go you through just when you finally need to go recharge is this about me losing my hair wait what <laughs> <laughs> it's all i couldn't find it i didn't it. know you ever had hair i've only seen hats bro. i know i only wear hats <laughs> Fuck it, i'm getting there <laughs> uh yeah and and yeah and so i mean it uh healthier approach would be you find time to fucking recharge and that's that's all it is but i mean so there's times where you don't allow yourself that time to recharge and you have to like crash and burn and you know the severity of that depends on how hard you dipped into your reserves so what's but, the moral of that story the moral of the story take I, time for yourself every fucking day take time every day i think uh, that's wise yeah for sure yeah. make it happen. if you wanted to make a positive uh, go get a moral i was I, I wasn't going that direction. Hey, no, I, I, I mean, I, I agree with that, but I'm my mind was more of a, I wanted to invite all you guys to help me assess this and refine this. Yeah, this, um, yeah this actually, observation I, I kind of dig what you're saying. Um, I don't know where the reserves necessarily would come from, but I can say that you can get into a more more of an exhaustion to where your exhaustion goes into a depression if you're not careful mm-hmm. now the recharge for people is different though sometimes people are recharged by being around other people right. or going out yeah or you know and and i'm kind of both i can recharge that way it's all chemistry but sometimes 
I need to, you know, to get the fuck away from people and not be around anybody. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, like hear the hum of the earth kind of alone. Well, athletics teaches you and lots of other things too. pushing yourself real hard teaches you that you have more inside you than what you think. Mm -hmm. We're not usually running at 100 percent. We're usually running like 60 percent or less or something. And then. You know, when you get that that workout, second, third, fifth wind, where you're like, whoa, I just ran a marathon, or I just did this Ironman thing, and I was tired in the first mile, you know, and you get those 50th wins or whatever. Um, so you have more than you think in you, probably, too. Yeah. But I'm, I'm wondering uh, how you guys, when you have spent too much energy on whatever it might be in your life, how do you recharge best? What's a, what's a go-to to recharge? What do you need to do? I would say my recharge now is... Is pulling away and getting self time, um, and sometimes you know we talked about getting into our being in our heads. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's okay to be in your head. Yeah, that's where you live. Yeah, it's it's okay to get in there and yeah. and dig around a little bit. Try and be um, productive though, right? <laughs> and, and, and and but you know what? It takes time to do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Yeah, I think valuable. when we were talking about being in our head, it was more like being caught in it, a cycle it was when you didn't, in, in yeah, your yeah. head. You know, yeah. When, when you you're didn't stuck in a rut in, in there. But yeah, I got going. <laughs> I couldn't be a bigger fan uh, or a bigger proponent of intentionally going internal. I think there's a bigger world to explore inside of yourself than there is outside of yourself. And I think that's what happens with some of the... Real quick. Go ahead. I think that's what happens with some of that exhaustion is you know there's shit in there that you need to sit down and think about and, and, and make a plan for or address. And you don't... And the longer that, that that's just bouncing around in there where you're doing all this other shit, the more time you're going to need to to get a perspective on your stuff and that's why you can get depressed what does that look like does that make sense yeah what does that look like for you when you're trying to figure shit out i mean do you sit down with a piece of paper and like pros and cons and yeah sometimes sometimes it's pros and cons depending get away from if there's a decision to be made where there's you know one two or three answers absolutely um how do you where do you go to get quiet besides if you can't go to the woods because i know that's you can't do that all the time although you do a lot which is awesome. Yeah, I make it happen is do you, what I do. What do you do when you can't make it happen to, to clear it up? If I can get by myself in my house, you know. Okay. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I'm, you know, with somebody like, hey, I, I, you know, I need to have some time by myself. And, right. you know, she's like, okay, oh, I won't come over today. Okay. You know, or just call me when you're ready, you know, which is really nice. Yeah. A lot of people don't have that. They, Definitely not. They, you know, a lot of people relationships, they take it all personal and, you know, and like, well, can I help? And then they start getting up your ass. Can I help you and fix this problem? And it, <laughs> that, that was me. That was that guy. For sure. I'm like that you too. I, if, well, I can, I can fix it for you. you. Fuck it. No, I can't. Anyway, I just choked on my going off on right a tangent. Um, that sound in the background was me writing, choking on my tongue. Sorry. Yeah. My, I mean, you know, my writing, I like to write. That's yeah. My, that's songs my, and Whether it be songs, and, poems, or just write thoughts out and just go with it i you know some of the there's stuff i still go back and read that i wrote two years ago yeah because it helps me get perspective and 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 in that i can see where i'm growing and some things that i want to do so it it becomes in having value down the road if you can get into your head i wonder does does writing that shit down is that a recharge thing it is for me with music yeah it is a recharge even more than just charge it recharging it's like therapy but if i do you know get lucky enough where i can create something yeah it's definitely it's like oh i have something to show for whatever fucking trauma i was dealing with at the time mm-hmm. look at that i made something pretty out of it no shit you know and that's mm-hmm. you know that's destroying your obstacles and making something beautiful out of the debris right yeah yeah big time yeah i'm more of a uh 
fortress of solitude kind of guy like i need my i recharge best when i'm in a space of my own creation and no one else is allowed in not even like and and i i have to give myself permission not to even respond when people try to reach in you know right. what i mean I've like when, when, when somebody's and it often makes me look like a cunt you are, you are <laughs> especially to so my I. friends because like somebody will like reach out and be you know ask me a question or you know want to interact with me and i'll just look at it and go nope right I'm recharging right now. And if I respond to that, I'm no longer recharging, right. <laughs> yeah. even though I'm alone in my house. But that's, I mean, I've, I've worked really hard to be able to get to a point in my life where I can live by myself and, and sustain that without having to have anybody else that I have to share finances with in order to do it because I need that space. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had, I've had people, you know, oh, awesome. dude, you're trying to save up to buy a house. Why don't you just get a roommate? Like you got two bedrooms in your house. I'm like, no, <laughs> I won't. You yeah. know, oh, why don't you just like move in with your girlfriend you've been dating for years? No, no, I won't. <laughs> you know, I need, because I, that space is more valuable to me than any other resource. I need to have a place where I can exist independently for set periods of time. That's yeah, the only way right. I can truly recharge, I think. You know, and it was pretty amazing to watch you after you, you know, moved in with me. I mean, at the place that you were in your life. <laughs> Dark days, We've my got friends. so many more stories. Dark days. You know, of that, well, yeah. <laughs> and, and I, you know, that's why I did what I did, because it's like, you took like a day yeah. to kind of get your shit squared away yeah. in your room. And then just, there wasn't a day after that that you just didn't advance, just constantly, just boom. Boom, right. boom! Just went out and won. Just won, won, won. You were winning yeah. every day. I was Charlie Sheen in that. Yeah, bitch. just that just, was. It was cool to watch. That was the first little bits that I that knew would, you. I would that, come tell him about it. Yeah, that we were both like, <laughs> "Fuck, dude!" Because when you give a place for someone to stay in your house, I mean, the odds that they're not gonna. I mean, I've been that guy. I, I lived. I lived in somebody's house where I was just a you know wrote songs and kind of made a mess and fucking yeah. you know blah blah. blah. I, I moved forward in my life or whatever, but not to get out of their house you know what i mean so and i was used to that too i've had roommates that have kind of made my life hell and sucked energy and stuff but yeah dude you were i don't know you know this about yourself but you just fucking i don't know every single day was like dude he's he wants to get out of here and fucking do his own <laughs> yeah. thing like fucking a <laughs> no real real talk it's it's i appreciate hearing that from you guys because at the time i felt like i was doing a really shitty job <laughs> well, <laughs> like i was I that was, was being, our first impression i was, I was being really hard on myself back then i remember like I, I, every, like i had days where the only thing i really accomplished was like making some phone calls that i needed to make yeah, which you know? is huge and, and, yeah. and i was just and i was just like you piece of shit like, go go do something you <laughs> little kind quit being a sorry sack of, you know <laughs> i want to I plug 75 hard here real quick for that because okay. that kind of comes into play uh after 75 hard if, if people want to continue into the other phases uh, where they talk about having these uh in one of the phases there's three things that you have to do every day and sometimes it is just buckling down and making these difficult phone calls that you got to make you know like make the con or you know make that business contact or whatever whatever that it is and and you did you just buckled down every day and like i'm going to accomplish this and you nailed it it's just and and, you know of course me that's just like that's like mental porn for me just watching people (laughs) tackle shit you know i love it yeah you're the perfect you were the perfect roommate and that was our my first impression was like well that's fucking all right yeah i can sing like a motherfucker too you know what you know what i'm gonna set my my uh humility on the back burner for a second in relation to that (laughs) i am a fucking 
deep and sorrowful loss to the roommate community. I am the best fucking person to live with. You, I mean, you, God does his dishes. you know, but, and I was like the shittiest time of my life and I was still a fucking bomb ass roommate for the most part. But. And I could, I could talk that fucker into just like, Hey, let's work out. No. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I bet you can't do this. Probably right. No, I bet you can't. All right. I'll do that. That's me wrestling with my pride in real time. Like my, I, my, my my first forced reaction when somebody says, "I bet you can't do this," is to go like internally. I'm like, "I bet you fucking can," but right. I, externally, I'm like, "Yeah, you're probably right. I can't." And then like, now, yeah, but. I really bet you can. I'm like, all right, fucker, you're I'm going to do it. Dude. That's all I need. Push the button twice. And it activates. He went from about 20 pounds overweight to six-pack abs in two and a half months, maybe? Tops? Yeah, if that. Tops. <laughs> he, that breakup drop weight plus working out and actually eating healthy was the perfect combination mm-hmm. for him. It was amazing. And I don't think we were drinking then, were we? Uh, you had to. I be. was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, we were. You know, we, <laughs> had to be. Yeah, no, we me, were. Me doing and my gin, gin dude. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, a lot of it. Tastes part. like piss, but not a lot of calories. Is that, uh, that what the gin is? It's, I read somewhere once that gin doesn't break down into pure shitty sugar. sugars like a lot of yeah, other alcohols. It, it, it digests do. differently. That's why you can have it like in the keto lifestyle kind of thing. Um, I guess that's it's what I still, hear. Uh, I I wouldn't call it good for you, right? But yeah. it's, why can't something it's that gets you inebriated maybe be good perhaps for you? the least bad for you in that category? I don't know. That sounds fair. I think that's fair. All right. Is there any more that you wanted to talk about with the economy of energy? Mm, I don't know. I think I got my point across. I'm just I'm more interested in getting some other people's perspective on it because it seems to be it seems to be a provable thing and it's i'm not i'm by no means the first person to talk about it i had a friend actually uh she t- she told me she read uh it was put uh in terms of spoons so they say you have this many spoons when you start your day you have a handful of spoons and then every person that you do something for gets a spoon and and whether it's you know your boss at work or your friend or you know somebody that had a bad breakup that wants to talk about it or you you know the guy that you has anybody hand you spoons throughout the day yeah everybody has spoons (laughs) but whether or not you can use their spoons you could get a lot more (laughs) shit done if you weren't carrying spoons (laughs) free your hands up a little bit hands free spoons but you see where it's going the analogy is you know at at a certain point you run out of spoons some days you might end up oh I still have a couple spoons left and other days you run out of spoons by lunchtime and can you trade in the spoons <laughs> i think for, for forks for forks and knives. i think some more the same shit with analogies that i do i'm like okay let's yeah, introduce sorry. a bunch of more variables <laughs> i think the moral of the story is to leave what is the value of a spoon is it silver just keep everyone away from you and don't give out any spoons You're like i want to <laughs> i want to eat the, the porridge spoons. with six spoons in each hand <laughs> i don't know if that works or not all right well there's another one that you're going to lead us on which is allowing for bad things to happen for in service of a larger good. Oh, I recommended a bunch of serious bullshit today, didn't I? Yeah, I like okay. it. Yeah. What's we're, we're, what we're doing today? Good. I'm into it. That's the way my brain works anyway. Uh, yeah. So this is something that I have to remind myself of a lot. And I guess I check in with myself. This is one of the things I revisit a lot when I'm going internal, like mm-hmm. we were talking about. But I feel that people, myself included, often conveniently overlook the fact that when you're trying to accomplish something that is a good on a large scale there's almost never a circumstance where that doesn't force you to have to allow for shitty things on the smaller scale so to put it 
as a poignant example, um, freedom of speech in the United States would be a prime example of mm-hmm. this, where it's you you have the right to say what you want to say when you want to say it, and just on those grounds alone, you can't be punished. And we can get off in the weeds on the little. Ooh, but what about fire in a crowded theater, whatever? Right, right. Yeah, but as a general rule, let's just for the sake of argument, freedom of speech is something that in our country it's not supposed to be infringed upon but the trade-off for that is that means that you have to allow some people to say some shit that you find reprehensible Mm -hmm. and that's just part of the cost of having this big net positive and it's easy to look at it on that large scale but when you start looking at it on a smaller scale in your own life is when it becomes a a harder thing to wrestle with because you start getting into these positions where you're thinking okay i'm trying to accomplish this outcome but it's going to require that i allow for some crap things to happen whether it's to me or to something or somebody else that i care about that's involved in this scenario and you get caught in this constant you know uh, pro con analysis of is this thing that I'm trying to accomplish worth it or is it good enough that it justifies the shitty things I'm going to have to choose to tolerate along the way or can I even choose to tolerate those or am I going to just give this thing up because I can't bring myself to tolerate that shit right. you know and it's uh, there's a lot I could dive into right now uh-huh. <laughs> that I'm not going to <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to podcast for six hours <laughs> it's just not appropriate well, not, right now. <laughs> nothing worth doing is is ever easy I think that comes to mind when it it's like for sure all of the things in life that for are jerking off dude that's very worth it and yeah, not too difficult well it, it's not I mean you got to work out a little bit to get this the <laughs> wrist I mean but you start off young and so you work your way up but go ahead what were you going to say Jeff I just that wanted to it. throw that that, that is what I was going to say yeah yeah okay oh shit we're on the same I page feel ya <laughs> yeah there's a lot I want to add that I won't add well it's, but yes I, I do believe that it's I mean it isn't the pros and cons i mean yeah you're dealing with pros and cons and most of the time to get to a good place in life you have to go through shitty stuff that's just life yeah. it's okay mm-hmm. yeah you know well i mean it's the it's the pain that that gives you muscles that grow your muscles it's the fear that once you get over it that's where you learn all the stuff i mean it's the conflict in your life that gets you to grow so i mean everything that kind of hurts not everything but a lot of the things that are meaningful to us initially hurt or initially scary. I don't yeah. know. Growth, seems... growth happens the most within the context of pain, for I, sure. I'm a stack it on guy, you know? Yeah. I'm like, well, I already know I'm going through some shit, so let's just add this, this, and this, and I'll just go through it all at the same time. I have and a then, bit of that as well, yeah. And then you have bigger periods of where everything's just cool. And it's funny because you, you get so much pressure, you actually resolve a lot of other things in the midst of that mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah and you get well, to test yourself how do you get through when you're stacking things when you've stacked yourself do sometimes, you ever find yourself sometimes. you're like i've stacked way too much what do you do then do you just, <laughs> you chew? just hold on and just you know yeah, your, your plate's you full and on. it's like okay one That's bite at a time motherfucker. Yeah, one, like, bigger I really bites want, <laughs> really want a bite of that but i can't have that bite yet Can't until i get to this i choose not to have your meat i can't choose to to kind of piggyback off your analogy i definitely choose to carry as many balls as I possibly can at any given moment and I just allow myself to drop some mm-hmm. along the way and yeah. I'm like ooh, ooh. and I'll, I'll be the first one to admit it I think I did I did it to Monique just this week actually she asked me to do uh, a writing a little writing thing that probably wouldn't have taken me very long but I was just like 
madly off in all directions. Right. And then and then I noted I, I woke up and I noticed that she had like done it. And I was just like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm a piece of shit, you know? So the first thing I did was send her a text. I'm like, hey, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's how you don't hold on and to it, though. Like you face the yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Kind of and that's that's to... kind of an example of exactly what I'm talking about yeah. on a small scale, whereas I'm just, I'm, I, I purposely took on uh, more than I could handle. And I thought maybe I'd be able to pull it off, but at the end of the day, I wasn't able to. Um, but I allowed for that to happen along the way because the shit that I, the, the macro shit that I'm doing, I'm, I'm okay with dropping some balls along the way and having mm-hmm. to eat some crow and be like, Hey, hey, hey yeah. I fucked that up. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that probably endeared, endeared you, her to you or you to her in a way. She definitely you, let me off the hook. So yeah. yeah. Cause you communicated. <laughs> I don't know. I it, did. I did go back and get it done after that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I did, I, I went and did added my, nice, <laughs> nice, my nice. spice to it, but yeah. Well, I wonder if, communicating and just uh i don't know ending uh, that's the way to do things is to face things like i guess what i'm thinking about is like if, if you're sitting at home and, and you're stressing about a b c and d uh i bet a few of those things are things that if you just did it or if you just face it and got and you know what i mean like fuck all right fine i'm just gonna get in trouble with this or i'm just gonna admit that i suck at this or i'm gonna communicate that i didn't understand this or whatever or just mm-hmm. simply i just need to take five minutes and get this handled yeah. that even the most yeah, yeah. i think a, a wise person doesn't allow things to sit in the wings for longer than they have to right. good or bad you know what i mean like yeah. it's i if you have something that you feel compelled that you need to say to somebody even if it's just like hey i really care about you and i don't know if i've ever said it so i just want to vocalize that fucking get on with it like don't don't sit on that shit any longer than you have to sit on you know oh. i really don't want to call my insurance company about this medical bill that i don't think is correct and it's going to be a whole ordeal that's what i'm thinking of don't let that just sh- don't do let it. that shit sit in the wings as yeah. longer than it has to either talk know? about yeah. calling friends i i'm in a weird spot six months out from retirement so i'm i'm i am currently reaching out to people that I was really close with early on in my career and life just happened we kind of spread apart. We're still friends. Mm-hmm. But so I've been have this small list of people that I've reached out to. I think everybody thinks I'm dying or something because I'm just kind of <laughs> random like I haven't talked to you in like four years, but you know, I, I love you, man. God yeah. No, I'm not It's like look, you know what? We were yep. close, we were good friends, you were somebody in my life, you know, life happened, but you know, now I'm retired. I have time, you're gonna have time, you're going in a year or two. And, uh, you know, I, you know it, I have the time now to reach out to people and let them let you know that I care. In a sense, and forgive me if this sounds weird, you did die and are reborn. So there is kind of that dramatic kind of vibe because you, you, your career was your life for 27 years. It, I mean, not your full life, but it was the thing that, definitely that you revolved on. Yeah. Sure. And so in the sense of like, uh, I don't know, like Freemasonic ideas and stuff. It's like a symbolic death in some way, but it's got to be like a mental and, and chemical death in some way. The old Jeff, that person is is not gone or whatever, but that person is no more. And I wonder if, if reaching out to all these people uh, during your rebirth, you know what I mean, is, is something valuable. It's like, all right, where's my, where's my new life go now that I've, <laughs> my yeah, old life yeah. died? So just some people, it's like, you know what? They were important and, you know, I want to hold on to them in some way, and maybe now that I have time, maybe it was my fault. You know, not theirs. Not but a now, fault, but, but now yeah, that I've just, been, you know, just whatever. Yeah. But now that I have time, maybe there is something to 
hold on to there or just to, to, to cherish a little bit more. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Absolutely. Uh, you want to nurture friendships. That's fucking, the older I get, the more I'm like, wow, okay, I'm doing all these things that I dreamed about as a kid. I'm playing music and the audiences are bigger and bigger and I get to do comedy and all that stuff. But it's like the most valuable thing. Like I'm lucky because all the things I do are with my very best friends and stuff. Uh, you know, but nurturing friendships is hard. Uh, and as I get older, it seems like way more valuable because at the end of things, I mean, we're going to, there's going to be a time in our lives where we won't have each other anymore. One of us is going to pass away and, and it'll be like, fuck man. And the world will be a little goofier and stuff. Yeah. And it won't be me, dude. I'm immortal. <laughs> <laughs> and it won't be, it'll be soon. You know what I mean? It'll seem real soon. So every time that we kind of take for granted those things, it does kind of, it's like the email thing again, where it's like, I'm letting them down and I'm letting more than anything. I'm letting myself down. Cause I want that. I want I would like for my friends to think of me as like that guy fucking, I felt like he cared about me. I know that he loved me, mm -hmm. you know, and we're not always good at like being able to know what each friendship needs. You know, everybody's different right. as to what, what we need and stuff. And I think that's where I realized that like, I know a lot of people, even more people know <laughs> me yeah, for do. whatever reason. I have very few really, really close friends that I like Same. genuinely trust. I'm good with that. I think that's normal for most people. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of people that, are, you know, that... You have lots of love to give still. But, but I have a lot of people <laughs> that meant something to me in my life, and I still value what they brought. And <clears throat> I think it's I think it's just I'm at this stage where it's like, I have the time. It's important to reach out and just let people know. Yeah. And then we'll see where it goes from there. And, it, you know, you kind of talked about it, about writing... Uh, who was it that you wrote? A private, a, an author that you wrote. Oh, Christopher Hitchens. Yeah, yeah Christopher yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitchens. Well, I didn't. That, I that, didn't write it. I was sad that I, I didn't. I thought. Oh, you didn't. I thought you did. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you you'd said write. Yes, write to somebody. And so I just kind of took that in my personal life and went, well, that's what I'm going to do. I did that too, man. I reached out to just <laughs> this podcast has been valuable to me because it's made me think about these things. Like before we did that, like who's your uh, when we we're talking about men in our lives, mm -hmm. which I would like to do again, I'd like to do more of that, mm -hmm. uh, that we really admire. I wrote that dude a, a letter. It was just like out of nowhere, oh, cool. you know, and I've, I've reached out to a few of my friends in the same way where it's like, I just want you to know there's a very few humans on this earth that have impacted me in, in the way that you have. And for whatever value you find in that, I find a lot of value in you. And thank you for that kind of thing. And I remember writing and like crying and shit. And I'm like, he's going to think I'm such a douche. But, <laughs> but then I remembered this podcast I was talking about. It. It's like, just fucking, it's okay to have the full spectrum of emotions. It's absolutely probably the best thing for you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, as people, we should be support. Uh, we are supportive of that. I feel like the people of today are, are really kind of the moralities shifting towards like kind of, we're, we're biting at each other, but we're also like, uh, there's a group of people that are ideological mm -hmm. and they're doing all that shit. The people that aren't ideological are like, fuck, we're in this together, aren't we? And we can figure this out. I don't know. It Maybe speaks, that's pie in the sky hippie shit. It speaks to that point a little bit that, cause I've experienced something similar to you, Jeff, where I reached out to somebody, not like a bunch of somebody's, but just somebody and was, I, I just randomly gave them a moment of, you know, brutal sincerity or I was just like, Hey, I, this is something that I just want to say to you. And it's like, not bad, but it's heavy and <laughs> it's coming from the basement, you know, and, and I just dump it in their lap. Right. And you don't have first, to respond their immediately. First, their first knee jerk. <laughs> 
is what you said. Like, are you are dying? You dying? <laughs> that's, that's what I thought they were. They're gonna, it's it's like, it kind of speaks to the state of our, our society a little bit. But like, it's, it's like, oh, no you're shit. being sincere with me. Are you, are you terminally ill? Something's you, terribly <laughs> wrong. Yeah. But that's really fucking sad that it, it takes us to be at that point, to be genuine with, with people that we care about. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But the more we do it, the better we get at it though, too. So maybe if we take, maybe that's a homework assignment for you know the what? three of us. It's the, like the shock yeah. value sometimes is a little bit entertaining. I must say. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, we, I think we wind ourselves up about doing that kind of shit where we're like, Oh, what if they think we're like, nerds? Yeah, what if they think I'm just a total dweeb or whatever, <laughs> whatever, you know, like, I'm so oh, what if, what if, what if they don't reciprocate any, you know, like they're just like, you're yeah, I like playing video. I like to play video games with you. You know, once upon a time, like it's right. just like we get so up in our heads about it. But I honestly, I've I've tried to make a practice in my life of doing that. Of like when I really have something that I want to sincerely share with somebody that I value in my life, I try to just carve out time and fucking do it. Mm-hmm. And it's usually randomly. Like it's not like mid conversation. Like like oh, I haven't talked to you in three weeks. What the fuck? Where did that come from? I've pretty much never had it go poorly. Like right. I've, I've never yeah. had somebody to be like, dude, fucking quit it. No, <laughs> there are no people that are like, I don't like, I just don't like it when people are nice to me and make yeah. me feel good about myself and, yeah. and appreciate things that I did yeah. for them. There's yeah. never. Gee, I would hate yeah. to know that I actually positively impacted somebody's right. life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we've, uh, moved down that pathway i'm feeling particularly emotional i about am you boys? i love both of you guys very much i'm very thankful to <laughs> do this and this is well been... i can't speak for him but i love you too. i love you too you guys are all right i guess <laughs> shaden's always the contrarian amongst the contrarians <laughs> what the fuck bro <laughs> all right why don't we uh move to the reasonless party this one's gonna be short i think uh as the post office exists with the government behind it and we get to start from scratch what would we do with the post office of today would we or let's start from scratch. Would we have a post office that the government has to do with? Why does the post office still exist when we have so many private companies? That's the question. As it is. I mean, it, it, is it? I, I'm asking. I, why, why? There are. So, I mean, exist? I think What's the for benefit? a lot of years, I think it was uh, basically about r- r- rural areas and it, getting them their mail. Is it cheaper? I don't think the government knows how to make things cheaper. I really think they work contrary to supply and demand. So I don't, they force cheap because they're not trying to uh, make a profit. And maybe that's necessary for, for shipping, but I don't think so. Cause the other companies that compete with this price fixing supply and demand price fixing thing that is the government, they do fine. And a lot of people choose, you know, UPS or DHS or whatever. Uh, don't know. Don't pick federal express. I don't know why you would do that. But, uh, over, the mail because it's DHL. Is it DHL? What did I say? DHS? DHS Department of Homeland Security. Oh yeah. Well, I'm not for that either. Uh, DHL. Yeah. 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 Obviously I don't use them very much, but uh, no, just the idea that should it exist? I mean, the, could the private market at this point get mail to, and it's again about rural areas. Wasn't there a bailout of the U S post office? Yeah. They've spent a lot of money to, uh, they they're really the government is not run like a business, which is probably fair. To really give a an opinion that has any backing, but it seems to me, at least, that in this day and age, the free market should be able to handle the transportation of letters and such. We're doing and it maybe already. Maybe even yeah. reduce the amount of junk mail that you get. <laughs> it's yeah. possible. I think it's I think it's a problem that will remedy itself, even not in our hypothetical 
society that we're trying to build a framework for. I think I think it's I already agree. the like, solutions are in like, the market already. Yeah, it's already like the the nobody likes working at the postal office, right. the post office, as far as I know. Yeah, I mean, and, even today, like going postal is a thing. So exactly. Maybe that's, <laughs> yeah. you know. So, and I think that you know when I when I'm wanting to send something to somebody, USPS is the last thing that I think of personally and yeah. it's not it's not because i harbor some deep-seated hatred for the government postal service right it's just that i find that fedex does a better job even if i need to ship something i'm gonna go to fedex and talk to julie and be like hi julie i know i ship this thing and she's gonna be like great you know the drill here's your <laughs> see ya <laughs> well let's do what we, we try and do every time and, and i don't know that much about this either let's steel man the post office for the government like what possibly could be the benefit of that uh, like you I said, honestly it, have, I don't know enough about it to have an right. opinion. Well, sadly, the the price fixing thing to try and make it cheaper is possible, but it does fuck with the market and it makes it so it's not a natural market. And so we don't like supply and demand is important to set prices and values of things and stuff. And it messes with that. But it, if, if it's that to the benefit of people, it ruins the companies that are competing, which doesn't benefit like probably millions of people. But uh what else is there? There's got to be something. Like again, I think the argument that I've heard from other people is that these places out in the rural areas, there's no incentive. It's too expensive for maybe a UPS because they but have they routes. Do. Maybe it makes it easier and more convenient. I think so. I still think private companies could. Take I know we could solve that. that. I know that the private market would solve that. It doesn't seem like a super complicated thing. Wait, like there's wait. not some magic well, thing about postal also, service that makes it so the market could do it. But we're already collectively paying for mail to go to rural places anyway, yeah, right? Yeah. So. Why would we not just continue to do that with the private company that does the best job? Okay. I think the reasonableist party has figured out the post office real quick. So we're not going to do that. That can go away. Fair? Sure. Yeah. All yeah. right. Down with, down with the post office. <laughs> down with it, you cunts. All right. I got some advice real quick. This is right on the same thing. And I think I've said it here already. And I probably said it on Scatcast at some point. Uh, this is just like one of those things that I think about all the time. And it's always when I'm working hard and I'm stressing like oh, I'm, I'm going to forget somebody's name like in the, the ice walls thing that I did I, I promised people stuff and I'm like I gotta fulfill and all this <laughs> stuff and it's like I always try and remember the universe doesn't ask you to be perfect at all ever not once in fact it advertises that you will probably fail if you try that and more it will hurt than, you more yeah. times than not right yeah so the universe asks only that you do your best as whatever that is in the moment of whatever that is and, so, and I don't know the universe I'm you know, anthropomorphizing. You're predicating universe. this whole theory on whether or not the cosmos have a consciousness. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Which, you, you know, turn into fucker talks. <laughs> we haven't done a single fucker talk. We haven't done a single sci fi thing. Shirt. We started off fucker like talker. And I brought up. <laughs> that is, that's our next shirt. Fucker talk. Fucker talk. <laughs> the fuck whisperer. <laughs> well, the, that was the, main... the shithead whisperer. That was another name of word. No shit. You were the shithead Sorry, whisperer. Sorry, yeah, continue. Time. No. Basically, the premise is that we all fucked up. We all fuck up. We are fuck ups. That is kind of what humans do. Uh, and so just do your best. Like, even if your best feels kind of half assed, if that's all you can muster, that's all we can ask of each other is to, you know, whatever your chemistry is, whatever you're capable of, if you can try and get that upwards around 85% or so. I don't know. Arbitrary number. But do your best and then do it again and try to best your best yes you're, and then you're rinse, doing great but you can do better repeat. this whole business that's why of, failures are only trademark or only uh to landmarks yeah correct yeah, yeah. this this whole business of comparing you know ranking your success based on uh, observing 
other people's success in similar fields, like comparing yourself to other people, Bad. it's poison for your soul. Yeah. You know, I Isn't mean, it's, and it's, it's hard, down. it's hard not to do because you kind of want to, you kind of want to pulse check a little bit like, Oh, how good am I at this thing? I just did really. Right. And the answer is always not as good as somebody else. No matter, no, matter, for sure. no matter who you are, even if you're, even if you happen to be the best at the thing you just did, not for long, not for long, yep. it's not going to last. And it doesn't fucking matter. No, it doesn't. The only person that cares is is that person, and and it it never it never lasts. It doesn't have any real tangible value. The value is in besting yourself. Right? Yes. So so also be gracious with yourself. You know, like if you allow allow yourself to fail because failure is not automatically a negative thing. You know, you gotta break. Fun. You gotta break that fucking mindset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So do your fucking best. That's all anybody asks of you. That's what we're asking of you, and that's your responsibility, most likely, according to my theory. Yeah. That's what I, that the advertising of the universe on all the billboards in our lives are like. Just try, mm-hmm. and that's all you got. And, and that's, that's life is to do try. You, do your best. Pat yourself on the back for a minute, and then go do it better. Yep. That's, <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. really kind of my gauge on people. And maybe why it's so confusing, why I can like such a different array of people from different classes. It's like, I don't care where you're at and where you're coming from. I just want to know that you're trying to get, if I see that you are trying to genuinely better your life, I'm going to support you and I, and I, and I'm going to help you in any way that I can. There's a lot of respect for people that are trying. If you say you're trying and you're not doing shit, I'm going to fucking call you on it. But if you are genuinely trying, that's all I can ask. And I understand that you, you might fail. That's okay. If yeah. you need someone to help you pick you up, I'll, I'll be there for you. But you got to get up and try again. I that fucking might- love knowing that every single person on the planet is a, a fallible piece of shit. Right. I love that. Because that get that allows me to interact with anybody, no matter what. They could be a millionaire. They could be a celebrity. I mm-hmm. can interact with everybody, and and I automatically am like, yeah, you probably shit your pants once too. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Like, and, yeah. I, and that's fine. Like, you're I, scared it, of this interaction totally, as well. Yeah, yeah. like I'm, it takes them off of this weird pedestal that that they've been placed on for reason A, B, or C. And I'm like, yeah, you fuck up too. You're just a dude. Yeah. You're just a person. You know, just have a better game. Even if you're a girl, I'm you're just a dude like, to me, man. I think we all. <laughs> I think we all have that. When it's lady we, you know, you know in metaphorically speaking. <laughs> I think I think we all have that. All three of us have that as far as dealing with people. But when did that happen? Is that when we... I don't know. I don't compare myself to other people as far as... Like when you're a kid, you know, you'd see an actor. Everybody likes that actor. You're like, well, fuck, I want to look like that guy because everybody thinks he's hot kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And you tend to compare yourself to... Mostly popular people, I would say, or, or people that you know, and well, I like that about them. And, and so then you know, a lot of people get really negative on themselves. But at some point in life, I think you just stop doing that and just accept who you are and you work with what you've got. Does that then help change your mindset as far as letting things go? Yeah. I think so. I'm just agreeing. I, I think I think the answer is yes. I, I see where you're going, and yeah, it says it would be a simple yes for me. I uh, <laughs> you reminded me though when you were saying that I was standing in Safeway in the check stand line, not the self checkout, <laughs> by the way, and uh, it was taking for fucking ever because the kid was new, so he was very slow. But I was like, well, that's fine. So I stood there and waited, and I didn't strike up a conversation with anybody this time. But this kid comes walking in. And it was just like, I happened to make eye contact with him and I have a weird psychological 
need to not be the first person to look away when I make eye contact with somebody. I don't know why I'm that way. I'm just, it's gotten me into trouble more times. Than yeah. People, than, if you stare into people's eyes for yeah, long enough, they're like, they want to punch what, you. Dude? Exactly. Like, I just didn't want to be the first one to look away. I can't explain it further than that. But, but it happened with this guy and he kind of gave me like the, the bro, not the smile, bro, not, you know, right. so I can, I, I just kind of gave him one back and then, and then I let him, I let it go and he started walking past me and then he turns around and he goes, Hey, Anybody ever tell you you look like Triple H? <laughs> I was like, no, because I don't, but thanks. And he was like, gives me knuckles and keeps walking. I was like, dude, so what the fuck? Triple, of all the, the comparisons, Triple H. The, the wrestler. Yeah, right? WWE, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I had an inside my head moment. I could see a little bit of that, right? maybe. Similar to that, I had an inside my head moment. Paulie and I were out for our morning walk, and... Uh, we're walking on one side of the street. There's another couple coming up at us. And it's funny, you just thin slice people and you don't even realize it. But I'm, I'm watching this couple. They're, they're a ways away. So you're kind of like, okay, well, it's too early to wave now, but I got to remember to wave at some point. <laughs> like I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, okay, I got a beard. He's got a beard. He's kind of in shape. I'm kind of in shape. Oh, look at that. The girls, you know, and, and you're picking up all these similarities and things you don't even realize. And then you're getting closer. You're like, okay, I know I'm going to... I don't, I don't want him to miss my wave and like is he I, I know that he's acknowledged we've looked at each other but we kind of looked because we've all had that moment where you time. wave and they don't see it and you're yeah. like fuck it's, so this, time, it's like, this timing and there's thing just like, like this perfect timing where we both just eye contact kind of just give the nod <laughs> and the point and then just move on about you like that was a stressful 15 seconds why does that feel like a like a fighter plane lining up with a yeah. refueling plane like it's like oh, we gotta yeah. do it just right that, or it's all that fun. other guy was probably and I just, like <laughs> fucking nailed it <laughs> and that's kind of well, that's what I think that is exactly what I said to Polly. And then I started laughing because she had no idea what just went into my head. So I had to explain this whole thing. And then it which got into this whole conversation of just, you know, thin slicing people quickly as we as we move along the day. Yeah. And, you know, if if it's a different person, I may not want to wave to them or, you yeah. know, it just, yeah, yeah. Or, or I'm go, or I'm going to give a different type of acknowledgement acknowledgement if it's an you know an older gentleman versus a you know a younger lady or, yep. you know every person gets a different game yeah. from us every mm -hmm. single person and, and sometimes and we do different and we games. don't even know that we do it and it's actually a, a safety mechanism within us i love it uh, quantum psychology robert anton wilson and uh prometheus rising robert anton wilson mm -hmm. both are slice. exposés into that and timothy leary's research into that is very interesting a book called slice also slice okay i don't know who wrote who wrote <laughs> I, lo I love talking books. Yeah. Uh, I did a commercial for uh, Dave Negus yesterday about Barnes Noble, where it was just like, "What the fuck, you guys? Do you want to live in a world without bookstores? What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. No, fuck you, Jeff. Get out. Well, of here. they kicked me out, so I'm never going. Back. <laughs> oh shit. Well, fair enough. I mean, without Barnes Noble specifically, maybe. <laughs> I worked at Barnes Noble, and I will give you guys that. Uh, you know, it was a good gig because it's books and it right. was music and stuff. But yeah, the culture of of inside the company actually wasn't super bad compared to other companies I worked with, but. Uh, not my favorite as far as the management of I spent a lot of time in Barnes and Nobles but at this point I don't think I would shed a tear if they were to be supplanted by some other bookstore entity that I that did it better I'd like bring back Hastings god damn it Hastings right. was great that was some, in the Hastings. northwest was super good yeah. yeah it's probably in California too Hastings yeah anybody who knows Hastings man shout out R.I.P. Hastings yeah well I think we did it to him with the internet shopping yeah pretty much for sure we, it's your guys fault 
Yeah, that's why there's not toy stores. That's why there's not bookstores. That's why there's not music I stores. I don't miss my late fees on the DVDs I rented from Hastings, though. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. I paid ninety dollars for Goodwill Hunting way back in the day. Ninety dollars. They made me buy it. Cut it off. They made me buy it. Congratulations, you own it now. They made me buy it, and I guess when when I learned this from then, the VHS tapes they fucking they pay a lot for them because they they know they're going to get their money back. Uh, so the wholesale is like ridiculous. They're like, this is a you know you can't. It was before you could you know do a lot of the things technologically and download it for free and steal it and all that shit but yeah they're like this is actually a 350 dollars whatever some hundreds of dollars and i was like it's a fucking vhs tape and they're like yeah well it cuts into our costs you know we have it's probably something they say just adjust exactly exactly in my apartment and i just found a vhs tape called it's a brad pitt movie where he's a killer and it's called california Oh yeah, yeah, with a K. Yeah, yeah. I never saw it, and I am so excited to get up there (laughs) and watch it. Hell yeah, and rewind it afterwards. VCR in my closet that I've been saving because I'm like someday (laughs) I I would keep it. I I I still have the whole trilogy of uh, Lord of the Rings on VHS. (laughs) I keep it in a cool. I keep it in a cool dark place. Fuck yeah! No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, it came out ninety. Tolkien was the OG fantasy dude, man. Love that shit. All right, we got a couple things left. We're almost to the end of our ride. Uh, this one is about holidays, and it's fuck this. Fuck holidays. And I, I think... <laughs> fuck this thing. Monique and I, we <laughs> talked on, on the dipshit files. We were like, it was about the history of Halloween, and I love Halloween. But Same. my premise is that basically Saw 1 starts about the 28th or something like that. And then we go all the way till remember, remember the 5th of November. The <laughs> So... I like back in the day, Saturnalia and these things were like week-long festivals. A lot of places around the world, they still do that. America just works too fucking hard. So we there's no way we could take seven days off. Not a single one of yeah, us and could And we take. work stupidly, too. We do. <laughs> yes. We work hard in a dumb way. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that, too. So my premise is the opposite of yours. It's like, I like when people celebrate shit, even if it's arbitrary and random. So I was like, dead mom day should be a thing. Dead pet day should be a thing. No. So that was my thing. And you're the opposite. Wrong. Yeah, give, me, give me why I'm, I'm wrong. I'm also no, the opposite. I didn't that. say that you were wrong. <laughs> wrong fuck. I did. Wrong. <laughs> but. I'll go fuck myself. As soon as you guys leave, it's fine. <laughs> you know, even as a law enforcement officer, I don't need a fucking law enforcement appreciation day. People that appreciate me, I, I'm glad that the, that you appreciate me. Yeah, I, appreciate me every day, not just on a special day. It's okay. Don't and tell me what to that, do, Jeff. And the people that don't appreciate me, they're not going to appreciate me that day either. So I don't give a fuck. You don't need a special you, Valentine's Day. Is like it's my, religious stuff. It's it's, it's, it's chocolate and it's religion. Terrible. No, it's <laughs> I fucking hate Valentine's it's, Day. It's, I, I could too. rant on that shit. My so hard. Yeah, it's like. Your love for me is only so much as the value of whatever you bought for me. And it was cheap, so you must not love me. I'm like, God damn, she caught me. No. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just we just don't need all these ridiculous holidays. Not every day needs to be a fucking celebration for something. Just live your life. Okay, then here's my compromise but, with you. No, my comp- on, real okay. quick. I wasn't quite done. Okay. Having said all that. <laughs> it seemed like you were. Stand down. It's not that <laughs> I don't appreciate, like... Christmas, I know I don't believe in Jesus, but the fact that families get together and do things together is great. Halloween is fun. I love watching kids run around and beg for candy. It's kind of funny. It is funny. You know, Um, so there is some enjoyable stuff, but we don't need Secretary's Day and... 
right you know, appreciation plumber appreciation day left-handed guy day yeah, yeah. whatever stupid shit what about okay i don't care what what's the i mean father's day mother's day those are what do you about, about those i, no, I kind of good think fuck, those mom and dad pointless too yeah okay. those cause more stress not literally though, families Oedipus, than, calm down no i mean <laughs> Fair in enough. general holidays in general really cause more stress than they do happiness for most families that's true for certain kinds of people it could be the worst time of year by far just the judgment and like did i get the right present yeah. and did i forget somebody and holy shit the yeah. pie yeah you know or, or then you know you got the father's day where a lot of people don't know who their dad is or you know dad's not around or mom is gone and it's just a bunch of socks and ties it's, it's just, really yeah and, an afterthought you know we could just you know try and be nice once in a while okay so here's just my randomly. compromise instead of a bunch of shit ass holidays that mean almost nothing to us we've got a few that we like let's extend those let's make christmas big and long get some naked orgies going fucking have that be like the 23rd 23rd is naked orgy day in the snow and that's fine nice uh, but just extend them out so we, so we actually feel like you know we got all our holiday out and we should have one in the spring we should have one in the fall we should have one in the winter we should have in summer is a fucking you know whatever that's how they used to do it yeah so why not i mean a lot of places in the world as long as there's too. not like you know forced economy economy booming where you yeah, don't want to do buy that. shit and, oh yeah. well yeah all of my all of my, so here's where shaming i shaming you into it. buying plastic this things is, this is where i'm gonna jump in because i'm i agree with you jeff on pretty much most of what you said my issue with having a lot of holidays is that nothing is special if everything Devalues has a holiday that, right? you know yeah it's oh, just yeah, like yeah. Qu- quantity automatically comes at the cost of quali- quality um in that's what i'm opinion. saying we pick a few you know, real good ones and right we just and let that's, it go. i can i can get more behind that and i'm also i it's funny to talk about this with you guys because you fuckers know how i am but i set a precedent with everybody i care about in my life i'm like look I I do not want you to feel obligated to buy me gifts for birthday or Christmas or any of that shit Damn. because I can guarantee you I will not be getting you anything. <laughs> and and that makes me sound like a cunt, but the reason is because I actually give a shit. As I, I really enjoy giving people gifts, especially if it's something I get to make for them. But I refuse to do it if it seems like I did it out of a sense of obligation and that's what holidays create that where it's like, yo, you, it's my birthday, you know, and I give you something on your birthday and you're like, thanks. I expected you to get me something on my birthday. It makes it seem, it makes it seem superfluous and arbitrary and that pisses me off. Um, Right. Yeah. If there's like a window of two weeks, either way that I can't give you something very specifically, by your theory because it could be misconstrued as a birthday gift mm-hmm. yeah no <laughs> and shit. i'm giving this to you because i like you not because you were born exactly yeah. that's yeah no so holidays are actually robbing people of times where i might be giving them gifts <laughs> but but i feel the same way about holidays that aren't necessarily gift giving holidays but like mother's day and father's day like you brought up zach like yeah fuck both of those too like i i fucking love my dad and everybody that knows me for longer than a f- few minutes knows that i fucking love my dad yeah and i'm and I have, moreover your dad and, knows you love your dad. yeah, yeah and i have no problem being fucking vocal about it um but i'm over and i've done the i've done the you know i'm gonna make a public facebook post about my dad because it's father's day but i always made a point to say look i'm not doing this because it's father's day i'm just jumping on that excuse to say right. shit that i say year round you know yeah, what yeah. i mean but i fucking I, and it feels cheaper to me when I do it on Father's Day because then it's just like, oh, well, it's Father's Day. Everybody's saying shit about their dad, you know? So it's does it, like does it, it not help that Father's Day was founded here in Spokane? Wasn't it Father or was it Mother's Day? One Father, of the, it, was it was Father's, Father's Day. Father's yeah. Day. So <laughs> does it, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah 
man. You're, you're, like, well, you're fuck shitting us on the, in particular. You're then. shitting on our local tradition <laughs> that we founded and the world celebrates. Way to go. I don't care for it. <laughs> I also feel that way. They didn't. I wasn't asked. They didn't consult me. I, I will say. Opposed. I will I say. Four times a celebration, but I just don't like the way that we necessarily do it. Yeah. I mean, I and I do. Like, I don't. I haven't celebrated Christmas for a a long time i honestly don't remember the last time i celebrated christmas is probably when i was in high school or maybe college mm. but as an adult out of my own i'm celebrate christmas i but i do I, I love the idea of yule which is where christmas yeah. our modern adaptation of it came from originally and it is that it's it's like a lot it's from the winter solstice all mm -hmm. the way until the new year yep you know and i and that's how i treat it like i mean i still have to do adult shit you know like so i'm not i'm not just like taking that whole time off to fuck off but i may i'm i've spent the last several years over here at your house Zach, you know yeah. we, with with the people that are in our close circle and we you know there are some gifts but they're not extra they're like things like here i made this for exactly, you or yeah. you know like this is this is something that i've We're had old and, school you know, as fuck we are man our circle I, is I make, I make i make fucking wassail and we all <laughs> drink true. it and it's great yeah. well and i'll tell you i like this is the first year that i'll see all the holidays i mean i usually intentionally worked holidays because right. it was double time and a half and that yeah. was way I, I you know i had more fun you know taking the daughter away for throwing you know potato salad at grandma you know <laughs> that i did spending time with my own family i guess i don't know i guess i was just i was probably just an asshole you ever get, but now do you ever have, get called on any wild black friday shit Oh, it's oh gotta, yeah, it's, yeah, fights. That's a holiday that can like fuck that. straight off for sure. <laughs> Black Friday. I, I that's a very American to holiday. It just for once. <laughs> now that I'm not, <laughs> we'll go camp out at four in the morning. You know what? Just go, just it's, do it. it's not. It's we should not, do that as a group. It's not as wild right. as it used to be, man. Like I talked to some of my friends last year, and it's like stores are doing black friday deals the day before and the day out like there's no there's no point to really going and waiting in line anymore like it's just become way more tame than it used to be it was be. so dangerous they <laughs> yeah, had to figure out how to mitigate like, this shit handle this yeah. liability. walmart's <laughs> like this is our basically the yearly budget for lawsuits is yeah. this week yeah so but like this year so i get it i get to see all the holidays and you know like i'm, I'm actually going to be spending holidays with people so now you'll maybe and have a more kind of Maybe it won't be fuck holidays. So the bigger, no, the bigger holidays in general, I, I appreciate. And, you know, I'm excited to see kids open presents for Christmas. And but do you like I Easter? Like story. No, not particularly. No, okay, not a big fan. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of I, chocolate. I, okay, I like Christmas. Christmas is about the only one that I understand because it's a reason to get together. Hopefully it goes. Okay, well. real quick. Is that your favorite holiday is Christmas? I don't like, no, Halloween's my favorite holiday. Okay. Favorite holiday, yeah, Shade. correct answer. Halloween. Holiday. Everyone's holiday. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's Halloween. All right. yeah. No, I just like the principle of, I like the idea of families being able to get together, to get together and get along. Does it happen? Yeah, sometimes, I think. I've heard it does. Yeah. You know, I didn't find memories because of work, but. Um, you know, I've been you should join us for Yule this year. You know, I've been trick-or-treating once my entire life. No. Yeah. That's not You're right. A old now. I know. They call the police on you now. I know. I, I, I don't get. I missed it. Whatever you can go. You can go trick or treating if you want to. You can go get an adult happy meal at McDonald's. Fucking things you, uh, are, are okay now. You're only allowed to go trick or treating at my age if you're escorting children. That's the only way it's acceptable, and Fair you're enough. not really participating. <laughs> <laughs> you just take their candy. Yeah. So, so I actually. So going. if anybody doesn't want to take their kids trick or treating and wants to loan them to me for the evening, I will take them. You but know, but know that they're working for me. For 
for the night and I will be taking my cut of the candy. <laughs> I, have, I have a cheat code for you. It's a business enterprise. <laughs> I, have a, down I have a cheat code candy. for you. You put on whatever costume you want, uh, go buy a bunch of candy, and then just eat that candy. In a costume, <laughs> if you want. And if you want to, to really get the experience, you could get on a treadmill and just walk <laughs> in really uncomfortable shoes. And yeah. It's honestly, I never really felt like I was missing out on a whole lot. Like, it just, it's people like, you never went trick-or-treating. The nostalgia is like, stronger did, than that. I did once, but, like, it's one of those things that's like, yeah, if I had done it with my friends when I was a kid, I probably would be like, woo, trick-or-treating. Yeah, but, trick like, was but now I'm just, like, was, yeah. same like what you just said. I was like, I could just fucking go buy candy whenever I want because I'm a fucking adult. Right. And... I don't have to worry that somebody stuck a razor blade in it. And <laughs> I dress up never, all year round anyway. People, people, happened, people pay me to dress That's up right. all year round. That's so right. like dressing up isn't even special no, to me. Not. <laughs> Did, all, no, seriously, of all the bullshit that they talked about growing up with Halloween candy of razor blades and drugs... Does anybody ever know anybody yeah, of no. anyone that... It happened one time to ever one person fucking somewhere. Maybe. Two, ever. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean... People Anything don't put their possible, drugs in candy, for sure. Uh, people, the razor yeah. blade thing, that's attempted murder. that look like Skittles now, though, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> Saw but that shit on the news. The news is always telling me the mm -hmm. truth, that's for sure. We, we used to go with pillowcases. We would... Oh, dude, right? <laughs> it was the it was candy. the adventure, I think. It was the candy. It was the, the chocolatey booty. I was a fat kid. I can't understand. <laughs> there was a, there was one a day candy. We gave so I remember diabetes. I was very, very young. It was one of my earlier memories, but the one time I did go trick-or-treating when I was a kid, I remember specifically this candy that I got. I've never seen it ever again, and I, the more I think about it as an adult, I might have drank a glow stick. But... Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it didn't taste good. It tasted great. Oh, it did? Yes. Because oh. it looked no. like it looked like a little miniature glow stick, same color, and you pop the top no. off of it. Okay, that's, the thing. Like a that's the thing. Liquid thing, and it was like no, almost they're wax, candy. Dude. They're like wax things, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can get them. Yeah, they have them. I remember. I remember getting one, one for Christmas from my one of my grandmothers. We gotta buy them some. Yeah. It was wax. <laughs> it was these little wax tools. And I thought it was tools, and I grabbed the pliers first thing and went to open the pliers, and that shit poured all over my brand new jammies that I had on Aww. for Christmas. And I got you got in trouble. But no, I didn't get in trouble. I got pissed at Grandma. Oh, oh. <laughs> damn it, Grandma! Where's the disclaimer yeah. well, about the juicy I'm like, fucking oh, sweet. wax tools? I can actually eat tools. So then I just shoved them in my mouth and chewed up wax, and you know, and that's why into a big ball and. That's why you hammers no, today. You're fucking right. It was wax. I remember I have this weird fascination with texture and like wax is like, like I would fucking eat candles if it wouldn't kill me, dude. I fucking love <laughs> the way wax feels store, on yeah, yeah. my teeth. They are the dollar store. Yeah. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I've I got need, five dollar stores just down the street. Go <laughs> yeah, check them out. You need to experience this as an adult because it'll probably be disappointing. It will it'll be, ruin my memory. No, they're not. They're still awesome. I, I, <laughs> they, they taste, they taste like popsicles. Yeah. So, I mean, I like popsicles. <laughs> But I was super into them. It was my favorite thing that I got, that whole trick-or-treating thing. I was Did, like, all these glow stick things are mine. I like the wax <laughs> lips, too. Remember those? Oh, the or little the fangs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'd eat those, and they mm -hmm. tasted not nearly as good. I didn't, I didn't because I have the, I don't like the smell of my own spit. Never have. Fair. You know, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Does your spit have a smell? Can yeah. you compare it to something? Yeah, well, I'm singing what to is, a microphone. What does your time. spit smell like? Does it remind you of something? Uh, a rhinoceros's asshole. <laughs> have you when smelled was the last one time of you smelled a rhinoceros? I used to work asshole. at a zoo and I specialize on rhinoceros assholes. <laughs> and I spent a lot of time with my nose pretty close. <laughs> and it's similar. I have the back tooth spit of a rhinoceros asshole coming, coming out of my mouth. You want to know what mine is? What's that? It's uh, specifically McDonald's 
ketchup and mustard packets Fuck. when you mix the ketchup and mustard. Dude, that is a specific smell. My, my spit smells like that mixture. Acidic-y. I hate it. I fucking hate it. And I could be I could be fresh brushed my teeth if I smell my spit. That's, <laughs> it's repulsive. You got to floss, crazy. bro. Dude, Dude, I floss all the time. <laughs> that's that's why my wife and I we I swear to god the very first thing that I that I noticed about By the her way, that I'm was a single lady. <laughs> <laughs> He's a single yeah, just, But was my wife's her breath, her breath, her smell, her taste like her this is a little too much information, but uh the, I <laughs> I was like, this is a person I love is this smell, this taste. And it's every day of my life since I've been married with her. I'm like, yeah. that's the taste of my wife. It's a chemical and thing for sure. There's yeah. a song for that. That's a taste of my wife, girl. <laughs> kiss is sweeter than mine. Oh, fucking A. Well, that's probably better than mine. That was the softest fuck this I think we've ever done where it's like, fuck holidays kind of, but I like them. And also pie's good. You know what I mean? Well, so. I just don't need a fucking holiday every goddamn day. No, I want all. it. Fuck Life the arbitrary holidays holiday and fuck, like, the, lessons fuck the, the importance of aspect. real shit that we should be doing. Let's yeah. pick four or five good ones a year and celebrate them hard. Yeah. Okay. Free right. cocaine every day. On my days. <laughs> I don't know. In vending machines. <laughs> and also the also the purge. Yeah. Uh, so before we get to the very oh, last I, thing. That's right. I had a whole Yeah, we'll do that one another time. Write that shit down, bro. <laughs> uh, before we get to the things that Shaden learned that he's going to teach us about, that's, I have no idea what the fuck this is. <laughs> my but make sure you send us your, your uh, we don't want to say your problems, but like we said, we're going to listen to what you guys have to say and, and give us your information over the next however long we do this. People have challenges and, in life or things coming up or dealing with stuff. Sometimes they just want a perspective. Yep. Maybe. Here's three douchebags. Yeah, maybe we've been through it or we have a perspective. We're not saying we're going to fix it. But. No, and we're going to, after we're done, uh, probably making it worse, we're going to throw it to the audience and allow them to help as well. So we're going to kind of just work together on whatever it is. And I don't know, examples would be stuff you know, mental stuff. You just got out of this, got out of that. You're looking forward to some of this or, but also, I don't know. I mean, what, whatever. Yeah. Financial stuff. We'll do our best. Yeah. I think our, our goal is to just offer perspective, Physical like stuff. offer our perspective on, on shit, yeah. you know, like, and yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, honestly, I am getting too. the whole thing on euthanasia. I mean, <laughs> basically that's the, the foundation of yeah. it is like that. <laughs> All right. This is things I learned and this is Shaden and to remind Shaden what it's about. It's the China Moon Helium, and we'll see where the hell this goes. <laughs> That's the best prompt I, I told Zach when we were planning the episode. I was like, just say China Moon Helium, and like I'm it. not going to tell you because I want you guys to react to this in real time. But uh, Sounds yeah. like an album name or something, or a band name. <laughs> so I learned this week uh, some things, and I believe that as a result of what I've learned... There's going to be uh, a war on the moon one of these days. Ooh. Maybe not far away. Okay. I think we're going to have that a war. absolutely not what I would have guessed. On the moon. <laughs> and this is why. <laughs> okay. So China sent their uh, Chang, Chong, Chang. I know I'm not, I'm really not making a joke here. Right, it's, right. it's Chang something, um, but it's their, their lunar probe, uh, the fifth one that they've sent. And this is the first one that has brought shit back from the moon mm-hmm. with it. Two cool things about that. One, they discovered a new mineral that hasn't been previously discovered. It's fucking tiny and it's completely clear like diamonds. Adamantium? Um, no. no, they they're calling it they're calling it Chang Changyite, Changyite, something okay. like that. It just it's named really after rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? it? It's yeah. named after a uh a goddess in Chinese mythology, Chang Chang Yi, Chang Yi. She's the goddess of the moon, so that's hence cool. the yeah. Makes but sense. anyway, so that's cool. 
but that's not the reason I think there's going to be a war. Um, the other thing that they brought back is helium three. You guys know anything about helium three? I don't. Because huh? I didn't either. Um, helium three is an a stable isotope of helium. We've known about it since the 1930s. Okay. Um, but it's three bonded. It, it's found helium. in it's found in really really minuscule quantities on earth because of our the way the ozone layer protects us from radiation from the sun because okay. it requires radiation in order to and be the, created and the moon not having any atmosphere or very little atmosphere is subject to all of that and it has uh the these this chinese probe has discovered that there are significant deposits of helium-3 that can be mined on the moon Oh Christ! And it makes Twinkies, doesn't it? Fuck! We're all gonna have to it, kill for it. It is. It is a ridiculous <laughs> source of energy. Oh really? Like you can you can use it for um, to create nuclear power. Really? I was um, just say fusion. But it's but it's fusion. quite a bit more. I wish I had the numbers in front of me, but you can go look it up. But it's quite a bit more energy than is produced from the nuclear fission that we currently employ. Yeah. And it takes a much smaller amount uh, to do it. And the kicker is it generates no waste when you, when you, there's no, um, there's no dangerous radiation. Like there's no, we, it, it wouldn't create nuclear waste. So they are going to, that moon, future generations will not have a moon. That's what you're saying. Because they're going to mine and strip mine that out fucker. Of that, yeah. thing. that could fuck some things up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, right. the tides are weird again. Yeah. Well, right. we should have kept yeah. the moon. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, think, like think about think about the ramifications of that. And, well, we're and, building spaceships with that shit. And, that's what we'd have to do. And think about the fact that Getting nobody offer. owns the rights to the moon. Mm-hmm. So it's free game for anybody that can get there and get this shit. And now that China has it, you bet your ass we're it's time to go boys like yeah, no shit. it's been a long time since it, we've been it, to the moon it just now. became a priority and uh you know that conversations being and, had too in the pentagon yeah, right and now and the fact that it was china of all countries mm-hmm. that fucking we're getting along discovered great right this. Now. like yeah and they have they have a great track record of being well. <laughs> they have a great all, track record of having you know the interests of humanity, humanity. <laughs> at, at heart and being very transparent with uh, the shit that they do. Their government is not really the, the <laughs> pinnacle of what you want for a one party system. Just <laughs> transparent and yep. yeah. really shining, soft shining and forgiving. Example. Yeah, yeah. Wise. Up front. <laughs> <laughs> Just awesome shit. Well, so, well thanks for so, bringing us a doomsday. Like That's yeah, World War III. I feel so, good. It's, and I just, I kind of fucking hate that because I'm so, I'm, I think that that's just fucking awesome. Oh, like, no. I'm like, how cool is that? The, the nerd side of my brain, but then, but then what it's going to cause because humans are fucking dumb monkeys at the yes. end of the day. Uh, Dude. What, what, Zach? I can that, see your face just lit up. <laughs> that's why Donald Trump put in Space Force. Right. That's why the hey, Space Force was for dude, fucking moon war with China over helium-3. wouldn't three. fucking surprise me. <laughs> dude, that's... that's remember that shit. That's some 4D <laughs> shit right there. You heard, it, you heard it here on JAR. Fuck. Ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, at least we're going to have a sci-fi war. That's at least you know, yeah. more deadly and brutal. No. It should be... Uh, dude, the moon wars. Watch. The moon wars. That's dude. going into a gunner Future Halifax. generations are going to be talking about the fucking moon wars, dude. When there's no moon or a big chick, it's like the face on the moon. It's like actually a face now. Well, it's like, so, I mean, that's a little dramatic. Like, we've been we've been mining the fuck out of the earth and it's still intact, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I don't know that we would destroy the moon mining it for helium, but... we try. But, I mean blowing each other up on the moon trying to keep each other from yeah. the helium maybe much more likely <laughs> so much more likely. so if there are 
if the moon is an egg <laughs> or made of cheese. <laughs> no, okay, so what's the proper thing here? Like, okay, let's go back to the reasonableness party. We realize there's some valuable substance on the moon and it's not owned by anybody. Do we do an inventory of it and it's go like, super okay, valuable, we need to- dude, like 14 quadrillion dollars kind of valuable. Oh yeah, that's we're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're fucked. <laughs> Oh, oh, maybe we'll just, maybe we allow China to, fine, they were first, grab it, and we buy our energy, which should be cheaper, right, if it's this much power. And, and <laughs> yeah, we just, with transportation and we'll just get it. Over the, the ocean, we're just... Logistics, baby. I know, I know. <laughs> well, we brought this energy from the moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of going up That's in price. about as important you know, as it gets. I guess, I guess <laughs> they Amen. use that for energy to get back and forth. It reduces the cost. Uh-huh. 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 How far is the shipping? 220,000 miles. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> well, maybe they bring it back to Earth and then they set up power plants and they just charge yeah. us for it. Well, and I think the other, the other I part I just want my this, internet, goddammit. The other part of this, as I understand from a cursory examination, is that we don't have facilities capable of dealing with it on a scale that would be meaningful yet. Mm-hmm. Just because it hasn't well, been, like, it hasn't we don't been have a priority for, because we haven't had enough of this shit to try and develop that. We don't have that for electric cars, let alone helium three yeah but but i mean now that now that it's been shown as a possibility bet your ass that those the work on those facilities is going to go like it just became a fucking priority well it's fascinating it could be the future of humanity too we could could be be, running off of moon power in the future wouldn't that be wild it would be like we power our whole planet from trace amounts of helium we brought back from the moon that's better than than burning a bunch of it's shit. a really cool like if you guys want to if you got if i got some fellow nerds out there that want to nerd out on the shit go look it up i learned all about helium 3 it's the only fucking isotope that exists that has more protons than neutrons usually it's the other way around but yeah. helium 3 is here but it just exists in small doses yeah it's trace it amounts be because it can it it's it's created as i understand it and i don't fucking this is just me reading shit on the internet this week but it's created through um rate like direct radiation from the sun so our atmosphere kind of precludes the creation of it um, I don't know. Gotcha. I mean, if we could make it, I'm sure I'm sure we would have by now because it's such a high efficiency source of energy. Mm-hmm. My mean, guess would be maybe we ca- we found a way to create it, but it takes more energy to create it than, well, it would, can, than we would get from it. You yeah, know wait a I mean? minute, they can they can already create uh, at, uh, buildings with no atmosphere, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they can recreate no atmosphere. Why couldn't they create no recreate no atmosphere with sunlight? Yeah, I guess recreating solar radiation inside of our atmosphere. Recreating solar radiation inside of our atmosphere is probably not a wise thing to do. Yeah. Would be my guess as an uneducated layman. We <laughs> we blew up the stratosphere with nuclear bombs for just to see what would happen at one point in history. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're not above anything, right? <laughs> I just some part of me would like to think we've grown. <laughs> yeah, look around, right? Yep, I, I keep fuck thinking me. that and I'm like, fuck, fuck me. And somebody drags me back down to earth, like, oh yeah, that guy fucking blew himself up in a rocket trying to figure out if the world was flat (laughs) twice yeah we're we're doing fine we're doing great i think that's our show that's jar 17 fuck you guys hell yeah that was fun that's good so send us your stuff at just ride pod at gmail.com just ride pod just ride pod uh send us in that stuff all the problems issues concerns things like that bring unto us your woes yeah that's all i got i'm not closing out the show i don't have a whole spiel dot com patreon.com love you guys love you it's been a lot of fun uh 
doing 17 weeks of this. We look forward to next week. I think for next week, come like little homework for us. Bring the best woman in your life, just like we did with the man. Let's brag on the uh, best woman that we know in our lives. Okay. All right? And pro- I bet you it won't be our moms. <laughs> it was you, you guys, it was your dad and your dad. It wasn't my dad, but I bet it won't be our moms. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. Tune in next well, week. God, there's... Don't answer right now, you fucking... No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> it's a cliffhanger, you cunt. Yeah. We're hanging the cliff. That. It's like our logo. There's a little part that the, the ride breaks off. No. I just no, said I hear what you're next say. week on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just an interesting question. That just my mind just started going a thousand different directions. Okay, I can't wait to hear about it. So. All right, so that's next week, if we remember, on Just a Ride Podcast. So, as always, we'll talk at you in the future. It'll, It'll seem, seem like, like the, the present. <laughs> I don't know why I make you guys do that, but thank you for humoring this <laughs> kind. <Dance> monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. It's just a ride. Whoa, oh, it's just a ride. Bing. Bing. Bong. Bong. <laughs> 